The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening from Springboro High School uh, at Care Flight Stadium, a beautiful facility. Welcome you to uh, the Elder Panther football as they come up I-75 to take on a 2-0 Panther team. Panthers versus Panthers tonight. And uh, to kind of set the scene of what it's like out here, uh, it would kind of remind you of a, of Mason High School. The, the facilities are beautiful. The, oh, of course, we're on the visitor side, and it kind of reminds me of being at the pit because I'm staring right into the sunshine like we normally would be doing at a home game uh, at the pit. But it's a, a wonderful facility, uh, lots of uh, – uh, behind us, there's tennis courts and baseball fields and, and so forth. So it's a, a beautiful night for high school football. And, of course, uh, the, the team that Elder's playing is the the, uh, the, the Springfield uh, Panthers are 2-0 as well as Elder. And the, the two teams that they uh, beat, it was Lebanon. Uh, they beat them week one, 21-19, and Withrow, 27-21. Now, both of those games sound really close, and, and the score would indicate that, but on both evenings the Springboro came out like gangbusters and got up big on the opponent but they let the teams back in and looking at some of the blogs that uh, the Springboro people they're saying that a lot of their players go both ways and it, it they, they could see the wear down factor and that is what got the teams back in so I know Elder was plagued with that week one against Covenant Catholic, went out big and gave up some 21 points. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's you got to get out strong and stay strong. We're joining me in the booth tonight. Uh, Steve and Tom are both uh, taking off for the, for the holidays. So I'm uh, joined by Len Harvey. And, Len, uh, let's kind of look back a week ago. Uh, you know, you, you knock off a team like Pickerington Central, uh, who is a uh, – you know, regular powerhouse in, in the state, it gives them, I think, the Panthers, the Elder Panthers, confidence in tonight's game. Absolutely. I mean, you look at that team. They beat Elder last year, right, in, in pick central, and then they didn't get the ball past midfield till the, till the third or fourth quarter, right, the second half. The Elder did a great job on defense, and really, you know, they were up 17 nothing. They had the long drive and then the interception for the touchdown. But that was really the only time that Elder felt uh, any pain. Everything was was great from start to finish. Just want to add one thing. If you are driving up and you are listening to 740, a lot of people just listen on their smartphones or their devices. But I will say 910 WPFB is probably a handful of miles away from here. It is coming in like gangbusters. So if you want to listen to the Elder game, if you brought your radio up, you're driving up, you know, Sacred Heart Radio clusters uh, 740 down in Cincinnati, but 910 is right up here in the Middletown Springboro area, and it is uh, sizzling. So, but yeah, Lenny, this for for the Panthers to get out to a 3 and 0 start is very vital. When you look at this upcoming schedule, of course, next week Elder travels up to St. Ed's, 
Then they got St. X of Louisville, and then St. X of Cincinnati and Muller. It, it's a it's a very critical to get these wins when they, you know, I don't want to say should get the win, but this is a game that is well within their reach. Yeah, they need they need to get a win tonight. It's uh, nothing against the other Panthers tonight, but the elder Panthers need to get a win tonight. Go to three and zero. Next week's going to be one of those games. We, you know, you never know. Elder has a they, you know, typically it's kind of a fifty fifty with with uh, Lakewood St. Ed. So this is a game you got to get. You get it early, and then who knows, right? You. You you, you you win this game tonight, and then you have a lot better uh, game uh, against St. Ed. You could be 4-0, right? We're going to break down the, the tonight's game a little bit in, in the second segment of our pregame show. But, Len, the one thing that you constantly hear about this elder team in 2022 is uh, the defense has uh, really stepped up big. And you don't have that sense or feeling that, boy, we got to score – 30-plus points to get a win anymore, uh, they're they're standing up to some pretty good teams. No, perfect example. Last week, 17-7, to they're leading, right? They didn't barely throw the ball in the second half at all. After, uh, they only threw it twice on that last drive, uh, on that one, the drive that uh, uh, was the interception drive, right? Right. And then after that, it was all, all running. So the defense has been great. I mean, Volkerding has been a, been a star. He's got 16 tackles already. Luke Paff has been good. And then Samari Freeman has just been, nobody's been able to stop him. Yeah. Well, let's look at some of the other action here tonight. Uh, Starting down from uh, uh, the number one ranked Lakota West. Last week they knocked off Lakota East 49-6. No problem there. They're going to be playing out at Sycamore. Sycamore's down a little bit. They had, they're at 0-2, and they lost to O-Kills last week. So uh, Lakota looking to go 3-0. Mahler is playing tomorrow night. uh, Checking here, I think they're playing that game against East Central, who was ranked number, uh, I think they're playing that game at uh, at Norwood. Somebody uh, looked up here. So, But that game will be tomorrow yeah. afternoon. So, Norwood Shea Stadium. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Winton Woods uh, plays tonight. They're ranked number three. They're 2-0 and last week. They knocked off an 0-2 Walnut Hills team, 52 to nothing, and they're playing out at West Claremont. Uh, Princeton tonight, they're ranked number four. Uh, last week they... Uh, made uh, Coleraine 0-2. Uh, they knocked him off 28 to nothing, And they are playing number 13, Lakota East tonight. Uh, Fairfield is 2-0. They're taking on Middletown, uh, who is 1-1 tonight. Uh, Fairfield won last week. Uh, or excuse me, they won at Middletown last week, 42-13. They're playing Coleraine tonight. St. X, uh, uncharacteristically, are 0-2. They lost to a powerful team. Loyola Academy out of Illinois, 44 to 20. They're playing uh, Olentangy um, Liberty. Yeah, and, and uh, Liberty is the team. They played. Uh, they played Pick Central. Yeah. and lost in Week One. Yeah, so uh, they're they're looking to get things on on the winning side. Now, I don't think anyone's sitting here thinking, "Wow, St. X is 0 and 2. They stink." That's not no. the case. Uh, they played two teams of the week one they lost last second to the number one ranked lakota west team and then this team from illinois from what i understand were incredible of course elder tonight uh coming off a big win with pick central they're ranked number seven in the city uh of course they're playing up here at springboro less sal last week they beat a team ricc canada prep one of those uh, teams and a lot of people say, ah, they must have been a lousy team because LaSalle uh, throttled them 70-7. to 7. But really, 
those Canadian teams have a lot of good athletes. They just don't have the systems and the and the and the the, the, the programs that, that have the the defenses and so forth. So they they play tonight at Fairmont uh, and. Uh, and Fairmont is also 2-0. Kings is ranked number nine. Last week they beat Turpin uh, 42-3, and they're playing Walnut Hills tonight. Walnut Hills, of course, 2-0. East Central, as we said, they're ranked number 10. They'll be playing tomorrow against the Crusaders. Uh, Colerain, uh, they lost uh, to Princeton uh, 28-0 last week, and tonight they will be facing uh, Fairfield, who is 2-0. Mason is number 12 in the city. And last week they uh, they won at Hamilton, 28 to seven. They are playing uh, Oak Hills, and I saw the Oak Hills football team driving up to Mason as I was heading out here. So, Lakota East, number 13, is playing. Um, they, well, they lost to Lakota West last week. They're playing tonight against Princeton. Hamilton uh, lost last week to Mason, as we said before, but tonight they're playing Middletown. And that that's about it on the top. Uh, teams there the rest of them are you know whatever so that's that's come the matchups we're we'll be following and trying to get your scores as we continue tonight we're going to take our first time out here you're listening to the mercy health orthopedic and sports medicine pregame show when we come back lenny and i will look at uh, this this game in depth tonight on the prep sports radio network this is dr matt bosom with mercy health sports medicine as Elder celebrates its 100th anniversary, we are excited to continue our efforts to support Elder and its athletes in their pursuit of Altiora, the higher things. If you or your family is in need of our expertise in sports medicine, we are available on the heart of the west side on Bridgetown Road and downtown at our newest location at the FC Cincinnati Center of Excellence at TQL Stadium. Appointments are available online at mercy.com ortho or 513-347-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Colerain Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Colerain Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. And we appreciate you spending your Labor Day weekend uh, starting here tonight on Friday night. Friday night lights as the Panthers of Elder come out to play the Panthers of Springboro out here at Care Flight Field. And Lenny... We don't see this team, Springboro, ever. (laughs) It's not a team we see, but looking at what they like to do, they like to run the ball. They kind of, if you look at the stats, it's a lot like looking at Pick Central as far as how they do things. They prefer the run uh, first and uh, throw second, and uh, 
their quarterback seems to be the guy that likes to tuck it and run a little bit. Yeah, he does. And, you know, uh, Evan Russo, he has got uh, carried it 51 times for 301 yards. Last week he had over 217 yards on the ground and 128 yards through the air. So he threw two touchdowns as well as he ran for one other. So he does a, he does a good job on, on really on both sides of the ball. So we're going to see a little bit of that. They also got uh, Will Yates who can run the ball. He's had over 100 yards in the game as well. So can you imagine over 300 yards rushing just in two players on the team and their total yards last week was 430 uh, for Springboro and only 128 was through the air. So there you go. Yeah. That's all you need to know right there. And and I think that I'm sure that they looking at the the film on Elder that they know that the Elder defense against the run has been solid this year. And and that's going to be not an easy thing to to clip off those runs. Samari Freeman's been really good up the middle and blocking things up. And uh, I I look forward to Samari having another great night tonight, Len. Yeah, one thing that's interesting about Samari, he's had two tremendous games. But if you look at the stats, he really, I mean, he's got nine total tackles, but he's been in on almost every play. He just doesn't get credit for the tackle. He makes the, uh, he closes the line, he closes the uh, the hole, and then everybody else has been able to capitalize on it. So Samari Freeman is not your leading tackler. Ben Volkerding is, and Ben was actually the Cooper Electric star of the game last week. He had 12 tackles in in that one game. So uh, he's been he's been tremendous. Josh Dugan has been good. Gutekunst has been ter- terrific. 13 tackles already. So it's been multiple things, right? Multiple. But Samari starts it. He leads the way on the defensive line. Let's look at the other side of the ball with the Elder Panthers. And it, it, the offense is run by quarterback Ben Schuster. And once again, he had a whale of a, a, a efficient night last week, uh, 13 for 16 for 167 yards, averaging uh, 10 yards a throw. He's very good at checking down and getting to that open guy. Now, I, you, you can see he's still in that learning curve. And, and uh, Doug, uh, and he, you know, you, when you go to the dance club, you watch the films, Doug's like, oh, I see this guy yeah. here. Wish he would have gone. That stuff's going to find its way. This is where, you, you, you know, he was just a couple of weeks ago fighting for this starting job. But he's a very efficient uh, thrower, and he's not not a bad runner as well. No, he's done he's done both jobs. He's really, if you look at his stats so far, twenty eight of thirty three. He's eighty four percent completion. That you're going to get a lot of that. Uh, the Elder Panthers got some good receivers, and Ben Collins, Justin Ray, uh, both with seven catches apiece. But the, he's really only made one mistake, and that was the eighty yard touchdown uh, interception. So he he's thrown for three touchdowns. He's also he's also run. Uh, for two others, so he's done a great job. Uh, really, you can't ask for much better the first two games. Yeah, and, 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 and as expected, when Doug was looking at that play, he was the, the interception. It was definitely a situation where the quarterback and the receiver were not on the same page. He thought he was going to break this way, and he, the receiver said, I'm going to break that way, and I thought that's what we're – those are things that they, they're working out, and that's going to get down. But for all in all, uh, ben Schuster's had a really, really uh, good, uh, uh, solid couple of three, uh, th- two games heading into game week three. Uh, the other weapon, I think, is the Ben LeMasters uh, kicking off and starting pinning people down into the end zone almost every kickoff. Yeah, Max LeMasters. Max, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. He's actually uh, was one of one in field goals last week. He's eight of eight for extra points. He's done a great job. He's been perfect. Uh, and the punting unit has been great. Ben, uh, 
Collins last week uh, coffin cornered one to the two-yard line. He has done a good job averaging 35 yards on every punt. So special teams, um, you know, has been a great job. It's you know, been awesome for, for, for the Elder Panthers so far. Well, this is where we uh, normally get into the keys of the game type of thing, but we don't know a lot about the opposing team. But let's look at the Elder Panthers. Uh, for them to get out 3-0 and to get where they want to be tonight, Len, what do you think is going to be some of the keys that they need to do to get a win? Well, the, the big thing is is they, they, if they could score early and often, it's going to be really difficult for – uh, Springboro to come back because they the way they play, right? Yeah. They run the ball, they run the ball, they do a lot of that. So if they can take them out of their game, having to throw on first down instead of the run, that's going to be a big deal. So uh, a score early, uh, make it 7 or 14 nothing. it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be difficult for them to catch up. Now, if, if they have their way, I mean, and they're able to run the ball, it, you know, stopping the run is going to be key because, as, as we mentioned, Ruzzo's got 300 yards on the ground, and so did Yates has got 100. So that's over 400 yards on the ground, uh, you know, 300 coming from the quarterback. So they're going to take off and run similar to what a Cole Rain does, but it's a little bit different to see Ruzzo because he's thrown 35 times as well. So he does like to throw a little bit. Yeah, and I, last year uh, on week three, they, they played a team out of uh, Virginia, and it was they were not a great team, and the older – Won that game, uh, forty-six to seven, whatever. Right. But uh, you know, this is a a, a team you know that's going to get a lot of wins. The Springboro yeah. Panthers, and this would be one of those. You know, you're always playing for that home field advantage in the playoffs because you know we, we pretty much know Elder is in the playoffs. They just want to get that home extra game at the pit, and this would be a key game to get that and, and uh, get that home field advantage in the playoffs. It would be, and because the next week becomes a situation where if you win, it's gravy. If you lose, you're, you're, you know, you're sitting there 3-1. and one, It's not that bad, right? But yeah. if, you, if you lose this game and then you go, to get a, go down to Cleveland and then get beat, you're 2-2, two and two, and now you're starting to feel, well, those first two games were not as good and you're questioning. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's, it's a critical, critical night tonight, and I know Doug's going to have the guys ready and, and – and, Set to go tonight here out at a beautiful setting here at uh, Care Flight Field. I'm looking over at that press box on the home side. There's got to be some luxury suites in that thing. That is a. I'm thinking we got the low rent district (laughs) over here on the visitor side. I I, I know that uh, Elder over the years they mentioned, you know, we might someday remodel the the, the press box at the pit. I'm going to take a picture of that and say. That's what we need. That that's the thing we're looking for. It's uh, yeah. although I'd like doors to open up. It gets a little, you know, when you get in there and those press boxes where it's hermetically sealed, you don't get the feel and the sound of the 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 stadium. Oh, uh, you know what? I take air conditioning right now. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, never mind the hermetically sealed. I'll yeah. take a little bit of air conditioning. We're, we're not. Uh, we're going to turn that away at all. No. We're going to take a time out here. Uh, And when we come back, uh, we're going to get this thing started on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. 
Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. All right, Al Len Harvey is caught up with head coach Doug Ramsey. Let's go to Lenny. Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by elder head coach Doug Ramsey. Coach, last week the defense held pick central in check with Ben Volkerding leading the way. Great win over a tough team. Yeah, you know, our defense was really good, solid. Uh, they couldn't do anything. You know, you, you think about it, they gave up some points, but that was a, a pick six. I don't think they made it past midfield till the fourth quarter. Um, so it was a really good job. We stopped the run. We got pressure uh, on, on the quarterback. And it's going to take another effort like that tonight. Now, uh, Ben Schoest had a great game except for the one pick, which made it 17-7 at that point. Notice you did a lot of running the ball after that. Well, it was even up to that point in the second half we were. That was, only, that was a 16-play drive, and I think we went through two passes. You know, in that situation, that, that wasn't our plan necessarily, but we came out and we were getting first downs running the ball. Um, and when your defense is playing that well, you know, why not just keep running the clock? Because, you, you know, the next drive we came out, you know, ended up with a, a fourth and one. But then we got the ball back and, and chunked them again and, and forced them to start using timeout. So, I, you know, I thought, uh, like I said, the defense was good. And I, and I thought our guys up front played pretty well against a really good defensive line. Yeah, Samari Freeman was tremendous. He, he looked gas at the end, though. Yeah, well, you know, at the end there was it was a bunch of pass rushes, and that'll that'll wear you out, especially when you're being double teamed. You know, we were only rushing three, and still getting pressure because he was giving him problems, and 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 in both the defensive ends. So so yeah, they were they were they were playing hard. So through two two weeks, you you got to be pretty pleased with the with the progress so far. Yeah, I think so. I think um, you know we're 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 getting better on offense, and and uh, and I, I think we're able to be balanced on offense and defensively. You know, we've really done a good job, I think, of, of, of turning teams into being one-dimensional in the second half. You know, it's, it's, it's to the point where we get a lead and our defense plays well against the run, and then they're, they're forced to have to throw the ball every down, and, and our guys are good pass rushers. That's another team that likes to run the ball a little bit. What do we expect from Springboro tonight? Uh, that exactly, a lot of running. Uh, they've got a good running quarterback, and they've got a tailback that apparently transferred in early in the season. Didn't play week one, played a little bit week two, but the word is he's going to be playing full-time this week. So, They'll have a couple guys that can run the ball. Um, you know, they're not, they're definitely not a big passing team. So, yeah, we're going to have to be good against the run. Now another road game, uh, and then you got another road game next week. But then then it's a little home cooking after that. Yeah, you know, and that's that's part of the deal here, you know. You, you just don't take small cross-town road trips, you know, or you're on a bus for an hour and 15 minutes or whatever. But that's that's something our kids get used to because that's, that's what it's going to be. So what are the keys to uh, end up 3-0 tonight? Well, I think we've got to slow the run down. You know, and, and, and we've got to be we've got to be able to run the ball again. I, I think that's that's a, a big thing. They they like to play two high safeties and and play soft. They're not going to give up any big plays in the passing game. So we've got to bring them down um, by by running the ball. And we got to play good special. That, that's the part that I left out last week. Punt game was great. 
We were one for one on field goals. Touchback on every kickoff. You know, those are things we we got to keep doing those kinds of things as well. Yeah, you mentioned that in a longer field. That was what, what happened last year, and it, it seems to be going this year as well with Lamaster. Yeah, it, it definitely. And that's that's the thing that that the whole game last week was played, you know, on their side, you know, and that and that's that's the way we want it to be for sure. What what about health wise? How 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 are we looking tonight? Um, uh, well, um, Carson Brown's back, uh, so that gives us another guy on offense. But Jimmy Finley is going to be out. Um, you know, he uh, had to have surgery on his thumb. Um, so we, we gained one back on offense and lost one on defense. All right. Well, good luck tonight, and uh, we'll see how everything goes. Maybe win number 203, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. That's <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation, and they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. This is Deacon Mark Machuga, congratulating Elder High School on 100 years of Altiora, striving for the higher things. Go Panthers! 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. The year 1922. The median annual income, just over $3,200. A loaf of bread, 5 cents. A dozen eggs, 35 cents. A new car, about 1000 bucks, and a brand new home. About $6,000. Al Jolson was dominating on the radio. The New York Giants beat the New York Yankees in the World Series. The World Series is on the air. The Lincoln Memorial was dedicated in Washington, D.C., and Elder High School opened its doors for the first time. A lot has changed over the 100 years since. Among the more recent... We pledged to change the way we treat each other. The Civil Rights Act of 1964. We changed the way we travel. For the first time, a man has flown an airplane faster than the speed of sound. We changed our reach beyond this planet. We changed the way we communicate. And we are calling it iPhone. We changed the way we watch TV. But one thing has not changed in all that time. Boys still have to grow up to be men, and Elder High School meets that challenge still today. I'm Deacon Jim Roop, Elder Class of 1977. I'll It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Brozart Pharmacy, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals.com, The Urology Group, Rooster's Restaurant, Joseph Toyota on Coleraine, Hoting Realtors, Fuller Information Technology, Coldwell Banker, 
Bronze Roost, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Cooper Electric, Red Wing Shoes, Solution Shoster Smith Team at Morgan Stanley, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Cincinnati Cyclones Hockey, TicketJungle.com, and Skyline Chili. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Friday evening and welcome. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. It's week number three of the 2022 high school football season. And tonight we are at Springboro High School for the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther, Game of the Week, live around Cincinnati. You hear us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at Sacred Heart Radio app at ehsports.com. Tonight it's Elder at 2-0, taking on the 2-0 Springboro Panthers. Uh, last week, Elder's defense led the way as Ben Volkerding at 12 tackles, limiting Pick Central to 110 yards of offense in a 17-7 home win over the Tigers. Ben Schoester was 13 of 16 for 167 yards and two touchdowns. Only one mistake, an 80-yard interception return for a touchdown. Springboro, meanwhile, they come in at 2-0 and after a 27-21 win against Withrow as quarterback Evan Ruzzo rushed for 217 yards and threw for 128 more as the Springboro Panthers are now. They are coached by Ryan Wilhite, who is uh, in 16 years is 109-58. and 58. Now, Phil, the defense has played great in the first two games. You can't ask for better than that. They've done everything that was expected of them out of camp. They, they knew they'd have some tough guys up front to block, and then those guys in, in the, the back four linebackers, very athletic, able to come up and, and fill holes and make reads. But the other thing is about this group is that you also have defensive backs that come up and make tackles at the line of scrimmage or at, at about that two, three-yard depth at times. But we haven't seen the Panthers really struggle at the defensive end. So today with this, uh, you know, Springboro coming in 2-0, and you got a new running back. The running back is a, is a dynamic back. He runs, you know, downhill really well. Saw him on film reverse completely across the field, you know, on tape. So that's going to be a challenge for the Panthers, a runner that maybe they haven't seen yet. So they're really going to have to make sure that they tackle today and, and play assignment football. Yeah, he had over 100 yards last week. Now, today's Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 83 degrees under sunny skies. Uh, Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane for the home or business needs. Gas grills and pool supplies are also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road, 513-574-0061. Wardway Fuels, proud supporter of tonight's broadcast and tonight the elder panthers are going to be in their road white jerseys with the white pants the purple numbers the white helmets with the purple on the helmet they're going to get the first half kickoff meanwhile springboro also known as the panthers they are in their dark jerseys the black with the blue numbers and the white helmet here at care flight field and we get ready to start this one it will be a good one tonight and here's the kick. It's just going to be an end-over-end kick taken to Collins, it looks like, across the 30, 35. That's Auten Reeb. Auten Reeb gets to the 35-yard line, and the Panthers will start off there. Yeah, and that's something that Elder saw on film. Wasn't sure if they'd actually try to do that against the Panthers or kick that ball all the way down the field. Just those short squib kicks, little bouncers. But 
it works out the elders' favor. I mean, they're going to start with possession right here on the 35-yard line. And we know this high-powered offense that sees the return uh, of Carson Brown tonight uh, in probably just a blocking situation. But, you know, you're going to have all, a lot of your weapons back on offense, and we'll see what Ben Choster and this group can do. Reuter's going to start off at quarterback. He'll play a shotgun here, one wide to the left. Reuter's going to take it across the 35. He gets to the 39-yard line, right about the 40, where he's uh, finally taken down. So a nice gain on first down of five yards. As they get it right around the 40 is where they mark the football. First down, there'll be a second down and five for the Elder Panthers. Again, in their white jerseys with the white pants and the purple numbers. First time they were in the white jerseys this year. As the first road game, they wore the purple. Yeah, they wore their purple over there in uh, in Kentucky. They chose to, to to go with the whites. And so the Panthers, that, that they had a little bit of a number fiasco today. Setting up now as Reuter going to run it again across the 40. He's at the 45, gets a burst of speed, 50, 45. He's into Springboro territory and out of bounds at about the 45-yard line of Springboro. As uh, head pharmacist John Brozard invites you to try the extra special services that a compounding pharmacy offers. Brozard Pharmacy at 45 South Miami Avenue in Cleves is nearby and will give you the personal service you've been missing. Brozard Pharmacy, proud support. Elder football. It'll be a first and ten for the Panthers, and they get across the 40-yard line on that one. Yeah, Jack Reuter again. The Panthers just went real quick to the line, took Jack Reuter just uh, again in that, uh, you know, immediate snap, just run a quick pass, on uh, run, run downfield. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Reuter can still throw the ball, so if they can get guys on skates, there might be a read that they have for him to throw that football. Andrew Rolfe is still doing a good job at tight end, getting blocks on the outside. And right now, splitting three guys out wide. Three wide, as you mentioned, to the left side on a second down and two. 10.35 to go in the opening quarter. And the give as Schuster got back into Flowers. And Flowers gets to about the 32-yard line. A gain of five and another first down for the Elder Panthers as Luke Flowers gets that one. Moving this football up the field, those guys up front are doing a great job executing right out of the gates and owning the line of scrimmage. We talked about how much that was, how important that was really in a factor in the game last week where they just own that line of scrimmage and just kept pounding on that pick central defense, and that's what Elder's looking to do right out of the gates. Ben Collins lines up wide to the left along with Justin Ray. They set up now as Auten Reeb goes to the right side. Shotgun for Schuster. They give to Flowers inside the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. And he's out of bounds at about the two-yard line, a gain of 29 for Luke Flowers and a first and goal for the Panthers. Cunningham saves the touchdown for, for Springboro, knocks Flowers out, able to take a good pursuit angle, but Flowers has that speed, and they're right back to the line. And they go up the middle for the touchdown. The Panthers get the touchdown, and it was so quick. Luke Flowers gets the touchdown after the 29-yard uh, run. He gets the touchdown of one yard. And just a quick handoff, again, going right back to the line like they did earlier in this series. So maybe that's something in the Panthers scouting report, try to speed things up as they can catch teams off guard, especially teams they feel like they outmatch up front. 65-yard drive, and LeMaster will look to add the extra point. Auten Reeve the hold. The kick is up with the right foot, and this one is good. So with 9.49 remaining in the first quarter, it's Elder 7 and Springboro nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. 
plus lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center, repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus our newly expanded certified service center. From our elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Welcome back to Care Flight Field on the campus of Springboro High School. And with his 7 nothing Elder Panthers, and LeMaster will get ready to kick off as a one-yard touchdown run by Luke Flowers after the 29-yard run got him there, a six-play, 65-yard drive, and uh, 211 with the time of possession for the Panthers. And kicking off, LeMaster looking to get this one into the end zone, and he does, an easy one. Almost made a field goal there from the kickoff. Panthers do a good job. Kelsey Chevrolet is your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud supporter of Elder Sports on the radio. Uh, now at Kelsey Chevrolet Lifetime Powertrain Protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or KelseyChev.com. 7-0 Panthers, 9:49 left here in the opening quarter, and they did what they were supposed to do on that first drive. So the offense came out, executed a great game plan, really no no time that they were pushed back at all. They just continued to move the football down the field. Elder's defense, you know, that, that front three is going to be put to the test here right off of the bat. So let's see how the first play, I think we can kind of judge how this is going to go with this first uh, first play here. Rizzo shotgun formation, quarterback two wide receivers to the left side, one to the right. They go in the backfield. They've got uh, Yates and the give to Yates to the right side. No, quarterback keeper, and he's going to go across the 25 to about the 29-yard line, a gain of nine. Good fake, faked me out as well. Looked like Yates was going to get it. And uh, the quarterback decided to keep it. They're going to get him a, a gain of nine. What they're going to try to do is spread Elder out. Since they only have three three down linemen, they're not going to try to really be a bunch of pounding runs. It's going to be to try to get you out and open up some lanes. Rizzo shotgun again with a first, uh, second down and one. Ball spotted at the 29-yard line. 7 nothing Panthers. Elder Panthers, that is. And now... And it's quarterback keeper again across the 30, 35. He's out to the 40 and out to the 41-yard line. Gain uh, there as the tackle by Charlie Mormon uh, with the tackle there, wearing number 15 tonight. Yeah, and so what you're seeing is they're spreading the guys out, so the linebackers have to go in coverage. Somebody has to go with the back that's going in motion, and then it allows for, because these are second-level blocks, it's allowing for the line to get to those linebackers and allow the quarterback just enough space to get out there. Rizzo and Yates, uh, as they call out the play in the backfield, two wide receivers to the right. It's a first and ten, and now it's going to be Yates. He does a counter direction, but he's going to be tackled right around the 41-yard line. So a loss of a yard on the play. Panthers get the Luke Liam Hulam got a tackle there on the play. And Ben Volker, again, coming yeah. off of the, the pile, too, had 12 tackles last week against pick central so on that one rosa was able to give the ball to yates but the panthers kind of sniffed that one out so after a couple of successful plays let's see if the defense starts putting that scouting report on paper to work second down and 10 ball spotted at the 42 yard line 8 10 to play first quarter seven nothing elder they go in motion they go to the right side 
and setting up now. It's the quarterback. He's going to look to throw, but now he's going to run it across the 40, 45, and he's out of bounds at the 48-yard line as Zach Gutekunst got him on the right sideline. Dugan chasing him down, who got out pretty quick. Good coverage downfield by the Panthers, so really nowhere to go to throw the football. But currently we're looking at the fact that Springboro might do something that Pick Central wasn't able to do last week, which was cross the 50. They're at the 49-yard line right now with a third down and three. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Shotgun for Ruzo, the quarterback. He's got to his right side. He's got Will Yates. And Yates, they're ready to call out the play. Elder with a 7-0 lead, 7.25 remaining here in quarter number one. Fast-paced start to this one. And now the quarterback, uh, he fakes it. He's going to run it and nothing doing. He's at the 48-yard line. The Panthers stack him up. And good, good. it was pretty much the entire defensive line. Yeah, Volkerding came off the bottom. They did a good job of executing, getting into the gap so that they couldn't, so Rizzo couldn't get upfield like he had before. Really what they're doing is just putting Yates to the right or to the left of Rizzo, and then when that snap comes, the quarterback's making a, kind of like an option read, of you know, a dive back look, but instead of the running back being a dive back, it's the quarterback who's taking that ball up, and then Yates is going out long. And they'll set up now as um, it's uh, Connor Smith, and it's going to go to the right sideline at around the 21-yard line out of bounds. And the Panthers will have it with 6.36 to go here in the first quarter. Just a two-hour drive away is the beautiful Kentucky Red River Gorge. And visit Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals to plan your perfect getaway. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals has almost every imaginable accommodation, cabins, campgrounds, and a resort lodge and much more. Visit Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Dot com. 7 nothing. Elder Panthers with the lead. 6.36, second possession. We'll see what happens here. Reuter, uh, Reuter, Reuter did a nice job uh, on that first drive. And now it's Schuster's turn. One wide receiver to the left and one to the right. On a first and ten, the ball spotted at the 22. The give around. It's an end around to Justin Ray and not much doing there. Uh, he gets uh, to about the 21-yard line. And it's going to be a loss of a yard on the play to Justin Ray. Springboro able to, to get a play up field. Tristan Phoenix came up and made a play on that for the Borough Panthers. Elder, that's so far in this game, that's the first play that wasn't a productive five-yard or more game. So it'll be a second down at 10. They give him credit for getting back to the line of scrimmage. Six minutes and two seconds in the first quarter. Elder has a 7-0 lead on a Luke Flowers one-yard touchdown. One wide receiver to the left side and three to the right side. Shotgun, and it's going to be Schuster. Schuster across the 20. He's to the 25 and gets to the 27-yard line, a gain of five. It'll be third down and five coming up. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, Matthew Smith, and Jacob Lindsay. Uh, that is of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, certified financial planner, practitioner, and Jacob Lindsay, financial advisor at Morgan Stanley. They're currently scheduling Wealth management consultations, give them a call, 513-562, and that is 8304. 5.18 to go. First quarter, a third and five for the Panthers on the 27-yard line. They line up to the left side. They've got uh, Carson Brown in there who's making his return, and there's the quarterback uh, going to keep it to the 30-yard line, and that is not going to be enough for a first down. Yeah, going to be short, not not able to get there. Spring Bros defensive line, good stop. It's probably going to be about two yards short, so Elder will we'll see them coming out here to punt this football away. So first time we've really seen Elder have to punt the ball this early yeah. in a football game, uh, but that drive just 
nothing doing for the offense. Offensive line really in a stalemate up front. Caleb Lamb will line up to get this Collins punt, and he runs across to the 20. A soccer uh, rugby style to the 35. The 30 takes a elder bounce, and it's going to be right around the 22-yard line. So a nice kick by Collins. Ron's Roost Restaurant and Pub, a West Side landmark for over 60 years. They're proud to support elder football besides the city's best fried chicken. The Roost also features barbecued ribs, German sauerbraten, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw and cream pies. Enjoy the patio and 20 TVs every day for lunch or dinner. Dine in or carry out. That's Race Road in Bridgetown. Ron's Roost. It's clucking good. 4.35 remaining in this opening quarter, and it's been a quick one so far. 7 nothing. Elder on, on the lead. Elder came right out of the gates and scored. Yeah, 9.49 to go in, in a quarter, but since then it's been slow football, very slow. Springboro moved the ball successfully but wasn't able to really turn anything on. Let's see if the Panthers' defense wakes up and holds them to a three and out. And they get a flag on this one, a little motion, and that's going to go against uh, Springboro. Yeah, the false start, so they get five yards. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats. And they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shops and owner Sean Mason supports the broadcast and elder football. That's 513-751-1662. That's the Underground Sports Shop. 435 remain. It'll be a first and 15 now. Ball spotted at the 17-yard line. Evan Rizzo, quarterback. He's got uh, Yates to his left side now this time. And now... It's going to be Yates to carry it across the 20 to about the 22-yard line. He had a burst of speed. Could have got a little bit more than that, but uh, did not. Yeah, and that's Ben Volkerding again with the play. And, Glenn, like you said, he almost had a burst of speed around the edge. But those outside linebackers, they have that speed to follow those running backs and make those big plays. Go back to first down. Why Springboro now? It's a, it's a second and ten. They hard counted themselves. They tried to get Elder to jump off sides, and they caused themselves to jump off sides. Second and 10 from the 22-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left side. Uh, make that to uh, one to the right side. They set up shotgun, and the quarterback, Ruzo, going to look to throw, and he's got some pr- throwing left-handed. It's complete to about the 27-yard line to Peyton Howard, uh, number 11 with the catch. Got great chase in the, de- in the back, you know, in, in the – in the backfield by the Panthers, three guys going after, but downfield the defensive backs were just too far off to, to make a big play on that ball to make it incomplete. Jake Priestley came up and ran him out of bounds, fortunately, so it wasn't much more than about a seven-yard, eight-yard gain. Third and three, ball spotted at the 29-yard line, 7 nothing. Elder with the lead, 3.15 remaining here in the opening quarter. Two wide receivers to the right side and one to the left. And now the quarterback keeper. He gets to about the 29-yard line, right around the 30 before he is taken down. The Panthers do a good job. Liam McKenna got him. Volkerding tied him up on the bottom first, but Ruzzo tried to hold that one and run up the middle like he's been successful with. But the Panthers, just like Springboro did to Elder on their third down try, falls about a yard short, so their punting unit is going to come out. Set up now with a 7-0 lead, the Panthers, and they'll set up to punt this one away. Connor Smith, he's back at his 15-yard line, and Mormon's back at his 30-yard line to try to return this punt. And it's a line drive kick. It's going to bounce at the 45-yard line of Elder and take a Springboro bounce to the Elder 39-yard line, and that's where the Panthers 
will take over at the 39-yard line. Your health has always been a top priority to our partners at Mercy Health. Lucky for our student-athletes, they don't have to go far to see that in action. Athletic trainer Jeffrey Fitz is always close by to help provide personalized care for our Panthers and team physician Dr. Matt Bosom is just a phone call away for all your sports medicine needs. Thank you for all you do to keep the Panthers student-athletes healthy. Mercy Health is a proud sponsor of high school sports. 2.22 remaining here in the first quarter. It's a first and 10 for the Panthers on their own 39-yard line. Setting up now, looking, Schuster to throw at the 30. Now looking downfield, throws it incomplete, almost intercepted. It was intended for Luke Ottenreeve at the 47-yard line. And Springboro was able to provide some chase up there as Tristan Phoenix again getting through the six foot, 185 pound senior linebacker was able to, to, to force Schuster to throw that ball a lot quicker, and he really wasn't able to get his feet set to make anything a decent throw on that one. So the Panthers will go back here to second and ten. Schuster staying the in the game, see if they can get this offense back to where it was on that first drive. Second down and ten, as you mentioned, on the 39 yard line. Seven nothing Panthers. Two thirteen to play. 214 rather and setting up now to give to flowers and flowers doesn't get anything he's right back at the line of scrimmage uh, maybe gets to the 40 with a little bit of a push but it's going to be a long third down coming up the blocking up front is not where it was last week they're not really getting into these guys these linemen here's the thing last week against pick central pick central when you looked at that stat sheet their linemen were all huge big guys Springboro, much more like elders linemen athletic guys they're quick so it's a different type of blocking third down and nine ball spotted at the 40 yard line three wide receivers to the right side ben schoster back at his 30 now looking to throw and it's complete to, across to ottenreeb mark ottenreeb across the 45 to the 46 yard line a gain of six it'll be fourth and about three coming up for the panthers Better protection on that one for the Panthers, but still they're going to be right about the middle of the field. So we'll see what Coach Rams, if he wants to come out and see what they're in, if they like it, and maybe they'll go they're, for it. To they've bring got Jack, Reuter, yeah. yeah. Jack Reuter's coming in, so we'll see what happens for the Panthers. Fourth down and three. Ball spotted at the 46-yard line. A minute five to go in the opening quarter. 7 nothing Panthers with the lead. One wide receiver to the left side. Reuter in a quarterback. He's going to take across the 45, and he gets to about the 47-yard line, but that is not enough for an Elder Panther first down, and the Springboro is excited. They're going off the field, and they uh, take over on downs. It really started with the fact that the snap coming back to Reuter wasn't real clean, so right away on that one, he came up with it, and that ball was just came in the snaps, and he wasn't able to get, get a clean break on that. So he wasn't able to get the ball, and he wasn't able to go ahead and run up the field. Fourth down and three, and they couldn't make it, and now Springboro will get a chance. They've got a shorter field. They've got it at the Elder Panther 48-yard line, a first down and 10, with 52 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. One wide receiver all the way to the right side, but they're set up with Ruzo, the quarterback, the left-handed quarterback to his right. He sets up. He looks to throw, and he throws across. It is incomplete. Good defensive play. The Panthers... Do a, do a nice job. They get uh, all kinds of help there. That's Jake Priestley came up and made the play right as that ball got to the Springboro receiver. Just an excellent job making a quick play. What looked like from over here was going to be an easy slant and a, and a quick pickup of 10. And Priestley, Johnny on the spot, breaks that pass up. Yeah, Priestley playing for Jimmy Finley, who broke his thumb, and he is out tonight. 7 nothing Elder Panthers with the lead, and the ball is a second down and 10 at the 48-yard line for Springboro. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right side. Quarterback Ruzo 
with an empty backfield now. Looking to set up now. He's going to run to his right. He, and then a holding. And no, uh, finally get a call. And he's going to be out of bounds at the 45. But this one is coming back. As you can't you can't do that, Phil. Yeah, you cannot yeah, grab yeah. the jersey like that. Luke Forkamp just, I mean, he came through with a, he, with a head of speed and broke through that line. And all he could do is grab the jersey. And luckily, they, they, we'll, we'll say his, his flag got tied up. But his shoulder pad came out, got ripped out. He was going to make a play. So the Panthers get, get a hold call here back Springboro up, put them in a little bit more of an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, not what you wanted. I mean, they came out, you know, it's interesting. They changed kind of the way they played. They didn't have the setup with uh, Yates in the backfield, and they were changing things up when they had a shorter field. Didn't kind of make sense. But second down and 10, the ball spotted all the way back now. Uh, They're going to actually second and 23, rather, ball at the 39-yard line. So they went all the way back. Russo, the quarterback, he's got Yates in the backfield. Three wide receivers to his right side, one to the left. Left Left-handed quarterback looks to throw the ball down the field. Looking, he's got a man open. It is complete at the 30-yard line of Elder. Right on the left sideline, and and that was Cade Lamb with the reception. Big play. Ruzo just aired that football out. Really let it fly from the snap. It wasn't even, he wasn't even looking. It was a t- pure timing route, and Jake Priestley bit on the, on the double move. He came flying up field, and then they were able to get down. So a nice, fresh set of downs for Springboro in Elder Territory. They set up with a first and 10. The ball spotted at the Elder Panther 28-yard line. One wide receiver to the left, and no one to the right. The quarterback is Ruzo, and he's got to his left side. He's got Yates, the running back. Setting up on this first and 10 from the 28. Now the quarterback is going to keep it inside the 30, and he gets to about the 26-yard line, a gain of two for the other Panthers, the Springboro Panthers. And this is down to 20 seconds. We'll see if they can get one more playoff, or they're going to let this run down at the end of the first quarter. But let's see. They're going to try to run this out. 10 seconds. Second down and nine. Ball spotted at the 27. Two wide receivers down to five seconds. And now they look to the sidelines, and that's not going to do it. They're going to have to wait till the next quarter. That is the end of one quarter of play with the score. Elder Panthers 7, Springboro Panthers nothing on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther football. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to Springboro High School. Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. The Panthers have a 7-0 lead in the first quarter. The Panthers get a one-yard touchdown run by Luke Flowers, but now Springboro has the ball going from left to right here in the second quarter. And it's a second down and nine. The ball spotted at the 27-yard line. Setting up as Ruzo going to run it inside the 25 to the 20 to the 15. He is out of bounds at about the Elder Panther 14-yard line. A gain of 13. That is enough for another first down for the 
for Springboro. Maddox Arnold finally forces him out of bounds on that one. But this Springboro offense, it's hard because with, with Russo and, with, you know, in the backfield, you're constantly looking for him to pull that ball on out, and sometimes those linemen can get caught looking, and that's what's causing them to knock it off their blocks. First and 10 at the 15-yard line. The quarterback's going to keep it again going left side, gets to the 15-yard line where he's taken out of bounds. So not much doing there uh, for the Springboro Panthers. Cooper Electric is proud to support elder football. Reliable service and prompt quality service is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading your electrical service for your home or business is easy with Cooper Electric. Cooper Electric at 513-271-5000. to go second quarter. Elder with a 7-0 lead. Second down and 10 at the 15-yard line for Springboro. Three wide receivers off to the right side, one to the left side. Ruzzo to the sidelines getting his play. He's got Yates to his left side. The left-handed quarterback steps back at the 20-yard line and calls the play. Now looks to throw. Looking to the right side, and he's sacked back at the 21-yard line. And that, again, another great play. Liam McKenna with another tackle, this time a sack. Liam Holen coming in getting the first contact on it and coming through. I mean, he just able to basically it almost looked like a jailbreak blitz for the Panthers. That's the first time that line has looked like what they did last week in this game. They came through, and they immediately made a play and surrounded the quarterback. The other thing is is when, you know, Liam Holen gets in there, I mean, 6'4", Liam McKenna, 6'4". So if they, he's right in your face, he can't see. Ruzzo can't see downfield. Third and 17 from the 22-yard line. 7 nothing Elder Panthers with the lead. 11.06 to play here in the second quarter, and we get a quick timeout as the Panthers with the lead. Tickets to concerts, sports, all events, locally owned and operated, ticketjungle.com. Authentic tickets, secure checkout, email confirmation and delivery. Riverbend, Aronoff, Heritage Bank, any venue, local, regional, or nationwide. And now with the Bengal season starting up, you can get those. Bearcats, Buckeyes, Fighting Irish, all professional college sports. That's ticketjungle.com. The fans' ultimate source for tickets, Ticket jungle.com proud supporter of prep sports radio network ticketjungle.com 11:03 to go here in the second quarter and springboro has the ball at the elder panther 22 yard line it's a big play phil third and 17 this is going to be a, the indication whether they're going to score i mean whether they could go for a field goal on fourth down we'll see what happens here but though they're, they're going to try to do what they do best and that's Ruzzo kind of rolling out and trying to see what he can create. Springboro already has 77 total yards of offense, which at this point in the football game last week, Pick Central wasn't even sniffing that number till late in the fourth quarter. So they've done a much better job offensively against this elder defense. Two wide receivers off to the left side and two to the right side on the third and 17 back at the 22-yard line. They line up with Allen Hopkins now going in motion, and they don't, they're like all over the place. They don't know what play... They're, they just had a timeout to try to figure this out, and they're still looking to the sidelines. They've got three wide receivers off to the left side and one to the right. It's kind of like, what are they doing? Are they going to have to burn another timeout? And they are going to have to burn another timeout. They they had no idea, Phil, what they were doing there. Yeah, they were running around, and out first I was wondering if this was going to be a gimmick play, and they were going to quick snap it and, and try to pick up the, the yards, make it a little bit more makeable field goal. Uh, there or try to get to the middle of the field, but they literally look confused. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, I, I I can't imagine. I mean, you 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 gotta they've got to be talking about it on the sideline. Like, I just told you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to give I them the be benefit in that. of the doubt yeah. that they weren't confused, but it's obvious 
uh, that they were. So now on third down, I mean, you used two timeouts there. Uh, and it's, I mean, this is not a point in the game where you'd say, let's use these timeouts to see what they're in, no. see what they're doing. This isn't, you know, uh, at the end of the game. So that that is a weird way to use two of your timeouts. But the Panther defense has got to be ready up front so that they don't sneak out by spreading everybody out like yeah, they've been doing. They've got three to the right and one to the left. They've got Ruzo is the lone setback. They they fake motion with Lamb. Now looking, the left-handed quarterback looks and a good block. Otherwise, he would have been sacked at the 30. Still looking to throw. Now 25, throws it across the field in the end zone. It's a touchdown. Springboro with a touchdown in the end zone. That's Maxim Butler open 22 yards for the touchdown. Got to keep your coverage downfield as that quarterback starts to roll. Those those receivers are going to kind of follow the ball. And Ruzo did a good job of continuing to play. Big p- pickup, too, as Maddox Arnold was coming in on the backside, the pressure, and he got a little too shallow and didn't stay wide and a little bit deeper. And he was able to be picked up by a lineman, which created the perfect opportunity for Ruzo to come right around and make that play. It was almost designed for that rollback. And setting up the field, the extra point is up with the right foot. And this one is is good. So with 10.52 to go, second quarter, we're all tied up at 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to Springboro High School and a shocked Elder Panthers as the uh, the Springboro Panthers score a touchdown, 22-yard touchdown pass from Ruzo to Butler. And that capped off a seven-play, 48-yard drive in two minutes for Springboro. We're tied at seven, 10.52 to go here in the second quarter. Offense had a lot of time on the sidelines to talk about what they want to do when they come out. You know, Springboro's been doing a great job stopping those draws up front, so maybe it's time to go to the air and and see what you can get. And they set up it's going to be a short kickoff. Mark Artenry went out of bounds. He went off of him, though. So the Panthers will have it at the 22-yard line. They'll set up a first and 10. Now, the Panthers have to be a little more efficient with their offense and try to uh, break some of the defensive plays that Springboro did on the last drive. And the the big thing, my concern with the offense is they're not doing a great job winning the war in the trenches. They're not doing a great job except for one of their last pass plays. They had good protection for Schuster, uh to get the ball out, but they just haven't been able to execute consistently. You know, is this the product of your first long bus ride? Is this the product of, you know, we're 2-0 and and this team, ah, we've heard they're not that good, whereas last week you knew Pick Central, man, that we really got to be up for this game, you know, or – is this just an example of Springboro being the team that is very underestimated? You look at their first two opponents and you say, man, you know, Elder should roll this team, and obviously they got the talent and guys to do it. They've been doing a great job all night. So Elder's offense, we're waiting right now. The officials are talking over something. I'm not sure what they're talking over, uh, and they haven't set the ball yet. Yeah, they want to see where if it went out of bounds, where and what uh – if it went out without touching Ottenry, but I think Ottenry touched the ball. Yeah, they're waving yeah, off. Yeah, they're waving off. I thought Ottenry yeah. changed the course of that football. He tried to come up and, and touch it and went out. Yeah. That's, I just assumed that's what it was. And I thought that the 
maybe the ref on the sideline saw what I saw from the yeah. opposite sideline, right. but guess not. So they'll start at the 24 instead. So two wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun for Schuster with a 10.51 to go here in the second quarter. First and 10. Schuster looks, looking to throw down the field. It's got Ray complete across the 30. He's to the 35-yard line, a gain of 11 on first down for Justin Ray. And that's the kind of offense that we saw through the first two weeks, Phil. Zach Wells with the tackle for the Borough Panthers. But Justin Ray, when he caught that ball, he was just in a, in a cluster of three guys. So definitely they know on their scouting report when you see 84, go get him. Don't let him take off on you. He's got that speed. But this, like you said, Len, this is what what we want to see. So keep that together. Keep that going. Two wide to the right side, one to the left on a first and 10 at the 35-yard line. Schuster, lone setback, looking, gives it to Flowers on the end of round. And Flowers gets nothing to the 35-yard line. And then uh, back to the line of scrimmage. That's about it, as uh, that was. Connor Smith, yeah. Sorry about that, Phil. Connor Smith, big tackle there for for Springboro. He just came in and and read up the line. And one of the things is Elder just hasn't been able to get to the second level guys uh, like they've been doing consistently the past two weeks. And it's not it's not because they're not prepared. It's just this is a different blocking scheme, a different level, a different speed. Three wide to the right side. Mark Art Reeve to the lone setback. Now looking at Schuster. Schuster going to run it across the 35, 40, 50. He's at the 45, and he's out of bounds at the Springboro 40-yard line. So Ben Schuster does a nice job, gets Elder into Springboro territory. What a read by Schuster to, to take that, just kind of right up the middle and then immediately cut back heading towards the left and heading towards the sideline as he saw the wall in his lane. And all that was there was basically Springboro jerseys that were just doing a pursuit drill to get him, and he just ran out of bounds instead of getting tackled. Three wide receivers now to the right side. Schuster sets up a first and ten at the 40-yard line of Springboro. Now looking, Schuster throws it. It is complete to Ray, but he gets hit, and they're going to say it's incomplete. He got hit right as uh, he caught the ball in Justin Ray, and it'll be second down coming up. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Polk, Polkey came up and made that play. They sniffed that out. That looked like it was going to be a run play to the left as Dominic Widener pulled, trying to see if he can get those linebackers and everybody to bite on the run and throw it out quick out there to Ray and let him work. But there was no no fooling Springboro on that one. It'll be second down and setting up now for the Panthers. They'll set up at the 40, right around the 42-yard line. It is second down and a dozen as they hadn't changed the marker on the field. But it's second down and 12. Two wide receivers to the right and one to the left side. Schuster steps at about his 48-yard line near the Panther logo. Setting up, looking to throw the football down the field. Throws it. It is, oh, incomplete. Right at the shoestring. And that was Luke Ottenrieb. It'll be third down coming up for Elder. Five foot 10, 140-pound senior defensive back Brayden Savage uh, comes up with that play there for Panther. I'm sorry, that was Zach Wells. Zach Wells came up with that play, 21 on that 22. He made the plays right on top of him as that pass came in. So the Panthers now looking at a third and 12, and a a drive that had promise has stalled again. Tied at 7 with 9-12, rather, to play here in the second quarter. Third and a dozen for the Panthers. They set up at the 42-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left now, setting up his Schuster, looking left, looking to his right now, looking to throw. He's got nobody open, throws it down the field and into the into the Springboro 
bench. It'll be fourth down coming up. Three uh, three Panther receivers downfield, five Springboro defensive backs. So they just had the whole area covered. He had nowhere to go with that football. The line did the best they could as Schuster scrambled around and tried to get it, but that was just a, a heck of a job by Springboro to force the Panthers to punt after what looked like a great drive. And Lamb will be back. Here's a Collins' kick. He's going to get a fair catch right around the 14-yard line. So Lamb gets it at the 14-yard line. But so far, Springboro, very impressive. The, you know, when you look, when Elder went down the field and scored, made it 7 nothing. you thought this game was going to start the same way as every other game. But this is not the case tonight. Right. Springboro is executing a great game plan defensively to, to challenge the Panthers. But at the same time, they have the guys. I mean, they have guys watching them warm up. I mean, they have the bodies. They have the skilled players. They're able to move and make plays. Now, offensively, you know, they finally got something going on that on that last drive, and that was thanks to that big, long timing route that they threw. So hopefully Elder's corners don't get caught again on one of those long, deep passes. First and 10 at the 14-yard line. Ruzo back from left to right. They go tied at 7 with 8.56 remaining here in the opening second quarter. They go to the left side. It's Lamb going to carry it, and Lamb gets to about the 19 to the 20-yard line, a gain of 6 on that play. And the Springboro Panthers get a good gain on first down. 8.40 remaining in the second quarter. Tied at 7. They'll set up now with one wide receiver to the left side. And now they're three to the right side. Looking at the sideline for the play is Evan Ruza. He's got uh, Yates to his left side on this second down and three. Checking out now, Ruzo looking, and then he's going to give it up the middle. It's right around the 24-yard line for Yates. He carries that one. Football begins hot and humid and then finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt Heating and Cooling wants you to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. They have been family-owned and operated since 1954 and will give you the straight answers and help you with what you need with your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling is proud to support Elder football, 7.53 remaining here in the second quarter. Tied at 7 here at Springboro High School. They set up a first and 10 at the 25-yard line. Now looking, looking, setting up, and it's complete. It's over to Lamb at the 29-yard line at around the 30. So another good gain of five yards on first down, and they keep moving the football. 7.30 7.30 to play. Deep running routes where they're sending guys deep and then they're bringing guys kind of right in the shadow of that, right behind them on their heels, which is where those passes are coming. And and basically, Ruzo is just throwing that ball out there. It's not really a read on some of those. It's a lot of timing, a lot of trust. Zach Gutekunst able to make that tackle for the Panthers. But, Lynn, like you said, it's still a five-yard gain. Five-yard gain gets it to a second and five. 7.08 to play in the second quarter. Ball's on the 30-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right. Tied at seven. And now the quarterback is going to keep it across the 30, and he's to the 33-yard line. Uh, the Panthers do a good job of finally getting him as Luke Fortcamp uh, with the tackle. Luke Fortcamp saved them picking, from picking up a first down. It's going to be a third and one. Again, those linemen, as they're hitting, and you know that this is kind of like a draw. Think drawing an option. If you get caught looking for the ball, you're done. You can't get off your block. You're going to be double teamed. So you need to make your read off of what your lineman's doing and just just trust what you worked on this week. Third and one at the 34-yard line. 6.25 left here in the second. Three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. And a quarterback looking to run. 
And he's going to be tackled back as Zamari Freeman got in there right around the 32-yard line, a loss of two. And also finally making the tackle was Liam Hoolan. But Samari Freeman got in there first. Right. Really what started that play is on the left side, Liam McKenna got up the field and into his tackle. And as he came to kind of block him out, he's able to spill that block, which pushed that tackle right back into the runner. And then those gaps are being filled down by Samari and by by Holen, and that's where that tackle came from. That's that defensive line movement we've seen in week week one and week two. Charlie Mormon back for the Panthers at the 25-yard line. Connor Smith back at his 20-yard line to punt this one away. And he's going to kick this one. It's a good kick. It's going to take it back. It's going to bounce. It's going to bounce, but into the end zone. A little bit too much uh, for that kick all the way back. That was a tremendous punt. Uh, all the way into the end zone. His kicks just kept keep getting better. Yeah. yeah, bouncing and bouncing with 5.27 left. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's Skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili before or after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Dent, or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. 5.27 left. The Panthers really need a score before halftime. Absolutely, because they received the opening kick. So it's even more important that, that they go ahead and get a score. It's not going to be the traditional where Elder won the toss, and they're going to be able to, to get that ball back. after they're, they're going to be in a position where if they can't work this 527 and make sure Springboro doesn't touch it back, you know they're, they're going to be on defense twice. So the Panthers' offense wants to use this 527 and three timeouts to get a score. Set it up at the 20-yard line, first and 10. They give to Flowers across the 20 to about the 24-yard line, a gain of four on first down. So that at least they got four yards there, and they set up now with a, a second down and about six right around the 20, just close to the 25-yard line. The football is right there. They're going to give them the five on that one. Much better job on that one by the line, opening up those lanes to run. And we've seen that happen, but it's been sporadic. They're coming into the game, substitutions for the Panthers as they're bringing in some some blocking on the outside is Carson Brown lining up on the left side of the line. Too wide to the right, setting up shotgun for Schuster on the second down and five. Throws it. It's complete across the 30 to the 35 to the 40. Out of bounds at the right around midfield for Justin Ray, and the Panthers get a first down. Justin Ray shakes the tackle and turns what may have been an eight-yard gain into a much larger gain. I mean, he's able to get down the field and basically pick up another 10 yards just because of his speed. They didn't bring him down, and he's just so quick out of the gates. I mean, it's like out of the starting blocks. He's so fast that that one missed tackle, and he's getting downfield, and the Panthers sniffing midfield again. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 46-yard line. 441 remaining here in the second quarter, tied at 7. Three wide receivers to the left side, and they set up with Schuster now. They go Autenry, Mark in motion. Now the setup is Schuster going to run it across the 45, steps to about the 47-yard line, a gain of a yard on the play for Schuster. Yeah, they got him right about the line of scrimmage, Bill. So they're going to say 47-yard line. It'll be second and nine coming up. Panthers trying to set it up here with 420 remaining here in the second quarter, tied at seven. Gorgeous night again for football, about 83 degrees at kickoff. Now it's starting to cool down a little bit. Yeah, the sun originally looked like it was going to be hitting us the whole time until it went down, but cloud coverage came in and really cooled this field off too because it was steaming hot during warm-ups. Second down and nine at the 47. Schuster looking to throw, complete to Ray. Ray is going to get to about the 46-yard line, but this time the 46 of 
Springboro. And that's going to be right about, I still think it's going to be a little bit short. It'll be third down coming up for the Panthers. Justin Ray, another catch. So the Panthers on that side, what they're doing is they're running Ray, and they got Ottenreeve. And when you think about Justin Ray's got that speed, you think he's going to go downfield. He's running a stop route. And Ottenreeve's continuing to stretch the defense. So Ray keeps getting into those gaps and those linebackers and DBs keep coming up to make that play. So Collins and Ray on the right side setting up now is Schuster with a setup with a third and two. And he does not get it. He's going to get back to the maybe to the 45-yard line. And it'll be fourth down coming up. So not the kind. That was actually, uh, check that, that was Reuter, uh, quarterback, who kept that one. Yeah, Jack Reuter wasn't able to get that there. The problem is that. What you're looking for, we've talked about this over and over again. When you're running those draws and you're running those types of plays, you need the linemen to come up field a little bit. And if they're staying home, it collapses on you pretty quick. So the Panthers here, though, fourth and one, uh, heading into the uh, you know the half here, might, yeah, might yeah. be looking to try this one, or they might burn a timeout if they don't think they got it. Collins and Ray setting up wide to the right. Schuster, shotgun, fourth and one. Setting up now, looking, give it to Flowers. Flowers not going to get it. He's stacked up at the line, and again, Springboro for the second time will take over on downs. Just nothing doing, trying to run that thing on the left side of the line. Whole host of Borough Panthers, and coming off the bottom of that pile was number 37, Brody Nolan, who kind of tied everything up there, and Flowers just wasn't able to get going. So the Panthers' unsuccessful fourth down attempt and turned the ball over to Springboro at at the at their own 45, 233 to go. But remember, they used two back-to-back yeah. timeouts. So, so they, they only have one timeout. So a little bit different, you know, look here for Springboro. So Elder, more than likely, unless they force a quick three and out, uh, uh, you know, they go throw the ball incomplete. I don't think, you know, Springboro might have the ability to sit on this one towards half. Until half. First and 10 at the 45-yard line. 233 remaining in the second quarter, tied at seven. Springboro from left to right. They've got three wide receivers to the left side. They look to the sidelines. Ruzo, the quarterback, to the right side of him is Yates. Now to the left side he moves. And now the fake and the quarterback keep looking to throw, and he does. It's a quick screen across the 45 to the 49, out of bounds at the 50-yard uh, line. It was Lamb, Cade Lamb on uh, for Springboro. And another play as they... You know, one thing that Ruzo's been able to do, being left-handed, he's able to get that pass on. Well, Liam Holland was able to kind of help wrap that one up on a side with a couple other guys. But Ruzo was what ran like almost in a, a half circle in the backfield. So Elder's just not getting that penetration that they were last week. Second down and five. They set up to the left side. Now Ruzo's going to run it, and he's out of bounds at the Elder 48-yard line. Right around the 48 is where they will mark it. So 7-7 to the score with a minute 48 remaining here in the second quarter. The Panthers got the ball first, so it'll be Springboro ball to start the second half. So it's important the Panthers stop them here. Right, can't let, allow them to get downfield. Now, right now, that clock at 134 and ticking. If the Panthers can get a stop here, it forces Springboro to make a decision. Third down and four. The ball spotted at the 49-yard line, a minute 25 remaining in the second. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Ruzo, quarterback, to the left side of him is Yates. And now looking to throw, throws it down the field. It's complete to Lamb at the 45 to the 43-yard line. And that is a gain of six. That is in the first down for Springboro. A lot of stop routes, a lot of 
guys running, you know, six, seven yards, boom, turning around to the ball. Elder's defense back still coming back, not what they've been used to in the previous weeks. So it's a different look, and Springboro's executing the heck out of it right now trying to get into this end zone. Three wide receivers to the right on this first and 10 at the 43 of Elder. Shotgun for Ruzo looking, steps back at his 48, now looking to throw, steps in the pocket. He's going to run it inside the 40, 35, 30, 25, down to the Elder 22-yard line. And that is a big gain for the quarterback, Ruzo, who had over 200 yards on the ground last week, and he's starting off this week very well. Middle coverage just lost by the Panthers. They had a great rush on the outside. It looked like that pocket was collapsing, but really it was the, the Red Seas parting. And Ruzo is able to just run right up the middle with all the linebackers upfield. Down to 30 seconds on this first and 10. And is oh, almost intercepted by the Panthers. That would have been a huge play. Ben Volkerding yeah. almost came out, but batted that ball way up in the air and fell down. And he almost had time to roll underneath it he was, and catch it, but not able to do it. But that was one of those timing yeah. routes again. He was like sitting there, no, on the ground with a second and 10 now for Springboro. The clock stops with 26 seconds remaining here in the second quarter we are tied at seven and they still have that one timeout in their back pocket if they're able to get something upfield and they need to stop the clock quick three wide receivers to the right side on the second down and 10 ball spotted at the 23 ruzo alone in the backfield looking to throw rolling to his right throws complete across to lamb lamb inside the 10 he's to the five he's in the end zone it's a touchdown 23 yards for lamb in the end zone Cade lamb Second touchdown of the game for Ruzo for very, throwing. Very slow developing run there. And Zach Gutekunst kind of broke down an open field to make the tackle, but he wanted to keep outside contain, and he looked to his inside and, and, and let let him just kind of run to the inside. Let him run in and didn't go make a play, assuming maybe somebody else was going to be there, and there was nobody there. It was wide open territory. So Springboro does exactly what they want to do, score and before half so they, they get the ball back. And with uh, the kick is good. So with 16 seconds left in the second quarter, it's Springboro 14, Elder 7. We'll take a timeout of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Business owners, did your computer support company sell out on you? Is your support team now in Virginia or Arizona? How are they going to fix things from there? Well, they can't. That's why you need local support from Fuller Information Technology. Work with real people locally who can provide solid network technology with the latest cyber protection. And that means more uptime for your business. Contact Elder Grad Tom Waltner at Fuller Information Technology on the web at fullerinfotech.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to Carroll Flight Field, and it's been all Springboro. They now lead it 14-7. to They've stopped Elder twice on fourth down, and both times they scored. This time a six-play, 55-yard drive on a 23-yard touchdown from Ruzzo to, to Lamb. And now this kick is going to be a short kick taken by Gutekunst at the 30. He uh, gets to about the 35 to the 37-yard line, where the Panthers will start with only 10 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. But 14-7. Springboro with the lead, and they will have the ball first in the second half. Springboro will. Yeah, just not not really, you know, looking like a good night with the Panthers here. It, as far as 
their scheme coming out. Everything you worked on all week, your scouting report just just struggling right now a little bit. Now, the nice thing is, is at halftime, we can go in and we can talk adjustments. We can talk what we want to do a little bit differently defensively. That's why you don't see these wholesale changes in the first half. You'll see them in the second half. So I look for elders' offense and defense to come out with a little bit of a new identity after halftime. Ten seconds remain. Schuster gives it to Flowers. Flowers going to get to the 50 to the 45-yard line and a run there, and that'll take us to the end, and that'll do it. So we are at half. Nope, two seconds. Let's see. Did they and they did, did they call timeout real no, quick? Yeah, yeah Elder, Elder did. Yeah, Elder I was going to say, they, you can't take them with you. So two seconds left. They're going to try one more play. The Panthers will have a second down and two right around the 45-yard line. And Schuster does have a pretty good arm. They could throw Justin Ray, send him down. Yeah, might as well, you know, run some verticals and get the ball downfield. Your line's got a block. Or, you know, do, do you just take the ball right up the middle and, and see if, uh, you know, see if they can uh, get something pretty quick and just take this into the quarter, maybe see if Flowers can break one again instead of risking maybe an interception. Yeah. You know, they're so, resetting it with the three seconds, so yeah. they have one more second, which – see what Schilster's going to line up here on this second down and two. The ball spotted at the 45-yard line. Three seconds remain. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. We'll see where they end up. Auden Reeb, Mark does, goes in motion. And now Schilster looking to throw. See if he gets some time. He rolls to his right. Now rolls to his left. He doesn't have protection, and he's sacked back at the 36-yard line. And what a first half for the Springboro Panthers. Stop Elder twice on fourth down. They stop him there. They lead 14-7. We'll take a timeout. We're at halftime on the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health, head team physician for Elder High School. Every athlete dreams of competing at the highest level, but getting there can be hard, and injuries can slow down even the best players. For injuries from the simple to complex, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can provide timely evaluations, treatment plans, and a comprehensive return-to-play program. We are available nearby no matter where you live in the greater Cincinnati area. Mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pitch and Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Colerain Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Colerain Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! This is Deacon Mark Machuga, congratulating Elder High School on 100 years of Altiora, striving for the higher things. Go Panthers! 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals Halftime Report. 
Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And welcome back to a Springboro High School care flight field uh, where it's halftime and the the Panthers of Springboro are up over the Panthers of Elder, 14 to seven. And Lenny, uh, uh, it things started off great. Elder went right down the field. Uh, things just uh, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's going. But there's a lot of football left, and that's uh, one thing. You, when you looked at the the stats of Springboro last two weeks, they've came out like gangbusters, up in many games by 2025. Uh, and uh, they the, they saw the the lead shrink, so I'm sure Doug wants to make some adjustments adjustments to make that happen tonight. Yeah, one of the things you look at uh, on here is the fact that uh, Springboro's already had 178 yards of offense, which last week uh, Pickering Central didn't even have close to that, uh, even at the for the full game. But two two things that stand out: two fourth down stops by Springboro led to touchdowns, uh, short drives of only uh, 48 yards, seven plays on the one drive, which led to a 22-yard touchdown, and then a six-play, 55-yard drive, which led to the 23-yard touchdown, and they lead it 14-7. to Schuster was 5 of 8, 43 yards. Uh, he was sacked once. Luke Flowers at 51 yards on the ground in the first half. But they need to get a little bit better. Uh, the receiving, you know, Justin Ray, four catches, but only 37 yards. So getting the short catches, but not getting uh, what they've been able to do. Evan Rizzo, good first half, eight for 10 uh, for 108 yards and passing for two touchdowns and he also ran for 68 yards well let's look at the uh, Cole Banker scoreboard here these are uh, scores are at or near the half Fairmount leads LaSalle 10 to 3 uh, Fairfield is uh, over Coleraine uh, 17 to 7 and the 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 Bombers are up St. X over Olentangy Liberty 21 to 7 that that is real close to the half Princeton is all over Lakota East, 36 to zip, and that one is approaching halftime. And Sycamore is losing big to Lakota West tonight, 28 to nothing. And game uh, not too far from here, Wayne Warriors uh, are up over Pick Central, 7 to 3. And that's the scores we have. Uh, Tom Kennedy has given us uh, looking for for some more. Uh, One other one coming in, Cubcath and Lexington Catholic are knotted up at nothing. Uh, near the half. So uh, joining us right now in the booth is our pleasure to have him as a guest, the Elder Athletic Director, uh, Kevin Espelish. And Kevin, uh, it, it's kind of a, a special year at Elder. Uh, it doesn't happen often when you get that 100th anniversary <laughs> coming around and a lot of exciting things and, and, and you know, and, and a special year for, you know, you want to have all the athletics, uh, the things and the really things going on at the football games. And so and you guys have done a great job so far. Yeah, we, we hope to continue that throughout the entire school year as, as we do little celebrations here and there. So so last week was an opportunity to, to finally uh, permanently recognize our state champions in football as well as those runner-ups with those plaques down in the Joseta Pavilion. So, um, you know, that was a nice addition to the pit in, in addition to the – the, the, the paint job that was done over the summer as long oh, as, along with the, the hand railings put up. But uh, it's stunning. Yeah, we, have, we have a lot of great activities planned throughout the year. Next week uh, is an arts festival, and so you'll find all that information uh, at elderhs.org, uh, all those events going on throughout the year. And like you said, we, we hope to do little things with, with each athletic team uh, w- uh, throughout the year. And, and a lot of times people get 
uh, wrapped up and they think, wow, this is great. We got a game out here at Springboro. But this is a, a wonderful situation to have. It's a, it's not a terribly far drive, and and you know we got the Clevelands and all that. But this is a this would be a good thing if, if it would happen to pan out for the future. Oh, absolutely. And and hats off to Austin Rhodes, the athletic director out here at Springboro, and, and their coaching staff here. We scrimmaged them last year, and, and they put the call in. Um, you know, a couple weeks after that scrimmage, uh, looking to do a home and home. And so uh, we do not get that phone call too often um, that has got to make your life easy oftentimes a uh, an outgoing call not an incoming call and and, and credit to them you know if you you want to compete go play the best um you know you got the super conferences now playing those nine game league schedules which is which is great for their athletic administrators but uh, uh i'm excited about what our football team has done thus far early in the season and with our schedule and we'll continue uh, to, to play a tough schedule throughout the rest of the season we will be ready week 11 and uh, I'm anxious to see how those uh, super conferences look week 11. So one thing that, you know, Kevin, you know, it's nice. Last year, week three, you were on the phone looking for a team to play, right, uh, after the thing that happened with Virginia and everything. But this year you got a set, you know, you got you got a nice field here at Springboro, and uh, it's nice to get those schools, like you said, get the phone call. Uh, it's important. Yeah, just, just just something within the state or, or the tri-state area, you know, uh, we're, we're all willing to, to do that. And, uh, you know, last year we were still dealing with some of the COVID issues, and yeah. that, that's what kind of got us in that panic situation, and, and uh, we were able to come up with some. We want our kids to compete bottom line uh, just an opportunity to play and uh, and that's all we're asking of all the other schools out there that uh, we try and schedule is the playoff system that kind of was implemented after covid going to stay in in place it's at a 16 team playoff uh, schedule so all but two maybe three teams won't get in from our region you remember last year west high backed out uh, so it was 18 in our region so now the the regions are off a little bit we have 19 teams in our region but 16 will go yeah. um, so that gives you a great chance uh, you have an opportunity to host that first round game uh, as well and uh, yeah I, uh, I I think that'll stay a uh, lot of reasons financially for the state works out pretty sure, good for them. Sure. the more the merrier um, but we, we need, does they, it make it they easier they for scheduling do, though no no, no. Uh, you know <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's downplayed the Harbin but at the same time, that's when the two conferences went to nine-game league yeah, schedule. So yeah. had that not happened, maybe, um, you know, because you're, you're looking at seeds, you're looking at an opportunity to host, uh, things like that. So, um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get an opportunity to play week 11, and uh, we should have a great opportunity to play week 11 every year, and uh, we'll be battle-tested and ready to go. Now, y- you have a lot on your plate with football, but there's a lot of other fall sports uh, going on. you got the soccer uh, going on right now, golf and all types of things, and, and cross-country, and, 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 and it's, uh, it, it never ends. Well, you know, over 60% of our students are participating in some athletic uh, extracurricular right now in the fall season. So that's uh, just a great thing, uh, a credit to our, our students and a credit to our parents uh, that give their kids that opportunity to take on extracurricular activities. So, yeah, we're, we're excited about what's going on down at the Panther Athletic Complex. Coach Rothwell in his first year with the Elder Panthers in the soccer program. They have a big match tomorrow at 12 o'clock against a very good Anderson uh, Raptor team. Cross country got off to a great start last week at Voice of America Park with a second-place finish, and so Coach Flaherty has a nice balanced lineup of some experienced guys, some seniors with Tommy Weber and Ben Johnson up at the top. And and then our golfers, they had to replace quite a bit, and so you you have a couple solid guys at the top end with sophomore Case Morgan, and and Coach Robin and his staff will continue to try and find that four, five, six guy uh, in those outings so that they, too, can maybe have a strong finish like they did last year and make that run at state, which uh, uh, it's, it's a great time in the hall. 
hallways when the fall season's going really well. Joining us in the booth is Athletic Director Kevin Espelage of the Elder High School and uh, kind of exciting news uh, that was released uh, about the sports stag uh, coming up in February. It's going to be a rare Friday night event, and, man, I'm, I'm going to let you say who the, uh, the the guest is. It's unbelievable. Well, a huge credit to our alumni board and Brian Bill downstairs in that office. This is their event, and uh, they were able to uh, uh, get Boomer Sison to talk. So unbelievable. It's, it's 2-3-23 is the date of that one. It is a Friday night. Uh, we're we're going to flip the home-and-home games with St. Xavier and basketball. So we're still going to have a basketball game that night. But, uh, uh, yeah, it, it should be a, a heck of an evening uh, to, to just celebrate elder athletics. Well, the sports day has, I mean, generally you've gotten great people uh, – uh, and we've had some of our own, and those have been some of our yeah, best. Yeah, Eric Wood last Eric year, Wood and Kyle Rudolph, Kyle Rudolph, and uh, Solomon Wilcox, who was a broadcaster with us years and years ago, but had a heck of a career with CBS Sports and the Bengals before that. But it, this is one of those. I mean, you see Boomer every week. We know him, and, and this is just a feather in the cap. Uh, it, this this should fill up. Uh, it's a real, week before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh. So he, he may have a lot to talk about. I would think he'd have a little bit. And plus, he's got his radio show. I mean, that's probably why it's Friday, right? <laughs> I mean, how, where's he going to fit it in, right? Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he's on the morning drive every day. So. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's it. When I, when I heard that, I know uh, talking to Joe Lynn Jr. and uh, Joe said, I, "I can't tell you, who, can't tell you, who. you're going to be real excited. You're going to be." Real, and uh, you could tell he was about ready to blow yeah. up. Yeah. So so mark your calendars now. It's two two twenty two three twenty three two three twenty three. It is Boomer Esiason at the Elder Sports Stag. Uh, it's a rare Friday night. That's going to be a fun, fun, fun night. <laughs> Kevin. All right, I'll be out on North Bend watching basketball <laughs> yeah. for a while first, but then I'll, I'll come over afterwards and, and maybe, uh, you know, help clean up. Uh, <laughs> one, one last question, and, and uh, what is the most, I mean, the difficult thing about being an athletic director, there, there, there's paper pushing and there's is there? this and that. and I mean, the the – the technical side of it's got to be overwhelming, but what, I mean, what is the day-to-day stuff like? What's the one thing you're like, oh, not this again? <laughs> He's thinking. Well, that guy's over, and that was our friend COVID in, in okay. dealing with oh, that. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. You know, when you finally get an opportunity to come out here tonight and watch your kids compete, you know, on Tuesday I was able to finally go out and watch our golf team compete over at Western Hills Country Club. Um, you know, tomorrow I'll get to watch our lower-level f- uh, football teams play in the pit uh, while uh, Coach Bangle will be down at the pack watching uh, the soccer players play. And, and uh, you know, I try and look at my calendar and see where I'm going to fit in uh, getting to a, a cross-country event. And, oh, yeah, I have two kids myself, so I got to <laughs> – Yeah, I, I, oh, I, by the I, way. I saw, by yeah, the way, yeah. you know, I, I get reminded of that every now yeah, and again. I did see an Espelage on the roster, yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys gave him the tackle, and <laughs> yeah. he's here holding the yeah. cards, so thanks. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's just it's – just, doing whatever it takes to get our kids to, uh, to an opportunity to, to compete on the field, win or lose. You know, it's, it's not all about winning. It's education-based sports, and we're trying to teach them some things beyond the classroom, incorporate what goes on in the classroom. And, uh, you know, I, I know what these kids do all offseason. I know what they're doing with Coach Rankin and Coach Kleifkin in, in the fitness center uh, all summer, all offseason. They work so hard, and they do so much, uh, and, and they and they represent Elder High School so well. And, and so it, uh, it, it makes me very proud to, to be the athletic director. And you never, when you're a parent, you never forget how young these kids really are. If they look like monsters out there, but they're just kids. <laughs> they are yes, kids. Yes, they are. And uh, they have a lot of growing up to do. And this this is what it's all about, mm-hmm. learning how to grow up as men of elder. And uh, you know, with the coaching staff you have, 
across the board, uh, it, it, it is uh, you got to be proud of the group we're, you have. We're very blessed uh, to have educators. You know, uh, yeah. we, we have a, a group coming in here in a couple weeks to do a story, watching the life of an AD for a week. And uh, when I told him our football coach t- teaches four periods a day, he's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I was just in Texas, and that guy's never seen a classroom. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's a huge credit to uh, our philosophy at Elder High School and our coaches that want to be at Elder High School and, and not just be the, the guy on the sidelines or on the side of the court, but in the classroom teaching all our students, not just our student athletes. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us in the booth, and uh, let's hope Panthers can, can can throttle up here in the second half and get out with a win. Absolutely. Thank all you. All right. That's Kevin Espelage. You're listening to the Red River Gorge. Kevin Reynolds Halftime Report. When we come back, we'll talk about the keys of the second half. Len and I will be back right after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group knows just how much this season means to you and the team. We also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health. The Urology Group has 37 physicians, including five right here in the west side. Also, Drs. Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Mercy Hospital office. Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand. From comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Why wait in endless lines at the pharmacy when Brozart Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Sacred Heart Radio, can fill your prescriptions in a timely manner with high quality. Brozart Pharmacy, fast, friendly service without the wait at brozartpharmacy.com. And we are back at Springboro High School where it's halftime and the Panthers of Springboro up 14-7 to over the Panthers of Elder and I uh, want to shout out to some Bengals that aren't here tonight. Steve Bengals down in Nashville. Say hi to Steve. I hope yeah. he's enjoying hope his he's time. Hope he's buying some boots. Yeah, right <laughs> down in, in Music City. And, of course, my granddaughters, Lena and Lily, are listening to me in Asheville, uh, North Carolina. Uh, and i like to say hi to them. Hope you guys are having a great, great night with their father, Rob, my son, class of... God, is that 01, I believe? Gosh, I, I get so many elder grads with me. So hello to all you guys. Love you all down there. And I had a video of uh, my son, T- Thomas. Uh, he's living, They live out in uh, Norwood area. He was listening to the pregame show, looking at the radio, and try, and looking behind it to see where Grandpa's voice was coming out. So, wow, uh, look at you. Uh, ain't that That's something? Awesome. It's kind of like the RCA dog looking at the master's voice. You've so. been around so long <laughs> that everybody just kind of it just keeps rotating. Keeps rotating keeps, around. Do you, have you forgotten any of your kids? I mean, I, well, I got 14 grandkids now. So, you can't, uh, yeah, I mean, is, it's, it's, it's too much it's, for an elder much. grad of 70, whatever. Right? 78, yeah. <laughs> All right, Lenny, uh, obviously uh, – this is a lot of football left, so you, Elder Panther fans, just sit back and relax, and let's let's hope for a, 
a solid second half. We know the Panthers have the, the ability, the talent. Uh, they just have to get all the – everything coming together. Like you said, a couple turnovers on downs, just uh, uncharacteristic. Uh, can't fault them for trying it. But uh, – Let's see if they can't make the adjustments and get some uh, points on the board in the second half. Yeah, it's o- it's only one score. I mean, uh, the fact that Springboro has the ball first to start the second half, they they've got to get a stop, right? They can't let Springboro go down the field. Now, the the two times that Springboro scored were short fields. They only had to go 55 yards and 48 yards. So those are those are the type of things you want to avoid. And you know, Coach uh, talked about it in the interview uh, with me earlier that the fact that Pick Central had to sh- go long fields the whole game. That this is different tonight. That we, we we didn't see that last week. So that's kind of the two scores. If they can stop them here, they can they can they can easily score. I mean, they're they're not. Uh, this game is well, far from over. Far from over. Well, that's all the time we have here. You're listening to the Red River Gorge halftime report. Uh, don't forget uh, next week uh, the game is on Saturday. Uh, it'll be coming to you from uh, in the Cleveland area. I don't know what, what field that's played on. It, we're we're, we're looking for that. Yes, Lakewood uh, High School. Oh, Lakewood. That's they, a good place. It's, it's been uh, there many times. So. Yeah, they, they're uh, let's see. They 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 call it uh, Lakewood Stadium. Yeah, Frank that's a good Boulevard. that's a good place. So uh, if you're not heading up to the game, uh, join us next week. Lenny will be up there. Phil will be up there, and uh, that game will we'll probably go on the air three forty-five or four o'clock. I yeah. uh, won't do an extended pregame show, but. Join us to see if the Panthers can uh, get a win up in Cleveland, which would be nice, and uh, win here tonight. So that's all the time we have. Stay tuned for all the second-half action right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to the getting ready for the start of the third quarter. 
It's uh, Care Flight Field. We're on uh, the campus of Springboro High School, almost like I was going to say university, Phil. This is a great facility here. Uh, but uh, seven, it's 14-7, Springboro. The wrong Panthers had the lead, Phil. Springboro <laughs> has done a great job of just executing their game plan, just kind of coming out and, and able to, to really make the right reads, challenge Elder on offense, challenge Elder on defense. I think that's been the biggest thing in the first half, but they get that score late on just a couple of defensive miscues for the Panthers. I, mean, I give credit to Springboro, but I think Elder's kind of shot themselves in the foot a few times on those defensive plays, and those are the adjustments we're talking about at halftime. Those are the things they're going to be able to correct uh, and make it so that that's not happening. You know, how are we covering this? What are we? Because they've had a couple of different guys coming out uh, into the defensive backfield. So how are we going to make these reads? And, and what are we going to do? You get the opportunity to look at it. So I think the Panthers come out. The key is going to be get a stop here on this first drive. Put that ball into the end zone. Put them on 20. Stuff them on first down. Change the momentum of the game. Force them to punt the ball. And then let your offense go out. And, and if you remember in the third quarter last week, the Panthers went on that huge drive. Eight minutes. Eight minutes, but they didn't get anything no. out of it. But that's the type of drive. You just you don't need to score in 30 seconds. Just get something going. Get your consistency. Tie this football game back up, and then you can go on the offensive. Like Coach Ramsey talked about in the pregame show, talked about the long field that Pick had to do last week. Right now, the two touchdowns were on short fields. You know, of 55 and 48 yards. So those are the things you want to avoid. Right. They, they've just been not putting them in that position where they're getting worn out and they're able to, to really kind of uh, own things. And right now, you know, last week, we fourth quarter, Pick Central at 101 yards, end of the game. They're already Springboro's got 178. So because of that, we're looking at a position where Elder's defense is in that they haven't been in at this point in the game yet, even against Covington Catholic. They weren't at the, at this point uh, against them. So, Elder got a big opportunity here, but a big task. They got to take this Springboro offense that went into halftime all excited and, and take them and knock them down a peg, so that therefore the Panthers can get a stop, get their offense on the field, and tie this football game back up before the end of this quarter. Yeah, Lamaster has to put this one into the end zone to start it off, make them go a long field, make them go the 80 yards. Panthers will set up from right to left. Wearing their white jerseys, the white pants, the purple along the side, the purple numbers, the white on the helmets. Meanwhile, Springboro, the Panthers, they are in their dark jerseys with the white stripe. They've got blue numbers. Kind of tough to see these numbers uh, as most of these jerseys are the way they do them now. Uh, But it'll be Lamb back deep for Springboro, and Lamaster will look to kick this one off to start the third quarter. Important drive for Springboro. They lead it 14-7 to over Elder. And Lamaster gets the signal from the referee. And now we'll look to kick this one off. And he kicks it high, and it's going to bounce into the end zone. And good kick. So Lamaster does his job. Tonight's game is brought to you by Fuller Infotech. It's still your reliable IT support team. Work with local techs that can provide solid network solutions as well as cyber protection. Elder grad Tom Waltner and his team are there to help you. FullerInfotech.com So, getting ready to start the third quarter. This is, as you mentioned, Phil, very important drive for both teams. I think if Springboro can have a good drive here, this is a momentum for them. Right, and it'll put put the game into a shorter 
shorter perspective for the Panthers to where it makes them have to play faster. So if they can own clock, then it puts really puts the, the uh, you know the clamps on the Panthers. Setting up as Russo had a good first half. He had two two wide receivers to the right side, and setting up now with a first and ten at the twenty yard line. They'll set up with uh, Ruzzo now looking, and now he will give it to the running back. It's Yates. Yates across the 20, 25. He's to the 30, 35. He's 40, 45. A burst of speed. He could go all the way, and he's down to the 10, the 5. Touchdown, 80 yards. Will Yates with an 80-yard touchdown run, and it's 20-7. to Springboro pending an extra point. Yates just was able to take off. He was able to take off, and then in that position, his Blockers did a great job of really owning the edge, and the Panthers couldn't get off their blocks in the right time, and therefore just gone, just gone down the field. Great job. Once he got past about, you know, 10 yards down, maybe 15, their Panthers it was trying to pursue him, and they weren't going to catch him. So right out of the gates, Springboro makes this tough for the Panthers. Bad snap, and that's going to be a missed extra point as they couldn't get it off. With 11.46 to go, third quarter, it's Springboro 20 and Elder 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistway.com slash Ohio, 513-401-7531. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Panthers get the kickoff to, uh, it's about the 38-yard line. And Zach Gutekunst, that's the second time he's been able to get the kickoff, but the Panthers need something. They have... Now it's 20 unanswered points by Springboro, uh, an 80-yard touchdown run, the last touchdown by Yates, and right now the Panthers need something positive. Well, don't need to get four, 13 points back right. now. We can't, we can't get it all no. back right now, but the positive is it didn't run that much time off the clock, so right. that wasn't a huge – so the Panthers, you still got plenty of time, so you can still get this score and get a good drive going. First and 10, the ball spotted at the 38 at Schuster. He pitches it out to Flowers. Flowers going to cross the 40. He's to the 45, 50, and he's out to the 47-yard line. A nice run by Flowers out to the 47 of Springboro, and that's a good way to start, right? Right, good blocking downfield and getting it on the outside and opening that up. Now, but we've seen this happen before where they've gotten that run with Flowers, and then all of a sudden, which is something I've been trying to pay a little bit more attention to in this, this half, is what's that defensive line doing differently after that first play that Elder has success on? Are they are they shifting 
They shift him before the snap, so just trying to watch them a little bit more. First and 10 at the 48. Three wide receivers to the right. Setting up is Schuster. He's going to run to the right. He crosses the 50, 45, 40. He gets the 35, and he's out to the 31-yard line of Springboro. Gain of 17 on that one. And that one, this drive right now, two plays. This looks like the first drive yeah. of the game for the Panthers. Well, yeah, that was a big game for Schuster. And the Panthers now have the ball at the 33-yard line of Springboro with just two plays. They've been able to move the football that well. So 20-7, to Springboro on top, 10.40 to go in the third quarter. Setting up Reeb is in the backfield with Schuster. He's got Flowers to the right as a wing, as a receiver. Now he goes in motion, the fake to Flowers, the give to Ottenreeb. Ottenreeb inside the 30 to the 28-yard line. And a good gain for Ottenreeb for the Panthers. Zach Wells for Springboro makes a tackle, and that's your defensive backs coming up, and that's what they need. The last several drives are under stalled out. It's been linemen and linebackers. That one there is one of the DBs coming up and making that play. Second down and five for the Panthers. 10-0-3 remaining here in the third quarter. 20-7, Springboro on top. Panthers have that second down and five. The ball spotted at the 28-yard line of Springboro. Two wide receivers to the right side, including Carson Brown, who's in there. Rolf is the tight end. They've got four now to the right. Setting up with Auten Reeve in the backfield. Schoester steps back at his 33, gets the snap, runs inside the 30 to the 25, and right at the 25 is where he's taken down after a gain of three. It'll be third down coming up, but third and short. Yeah, I thought they would. I think they thought they were going to be able to get up to the sticks, but that one there, another good play by Springboro to really wrap Schuster up and not allow him to get any extra yards. So third down here, Flowers in the football game. Let's see if this is just going to be Schuster giving a ball to Flowers and letting him go again off the left side of Elder's offensive line. Watch Collins and Justin Ray to the right side too. Schuster, shotgun here with a third and two. Ball spotted at the 25-yard line. They give to Flowers. Flowers inside to the round the 20, and he's taken down at about the 19-yard line. That is a first down for the Panthers. The real estate market can be frustrating and confusing, but having a Caldwell Banker professional guiding you every step of the way can make the process easier. Contact Caldwell Banker at cbhomes.com or 922 9,400. So the Panthers have a first and 10 fill at the 21-yard line. And after a couple of plays, they started at around the 35. They've, they've been moving it. And on that last one, Flowers started off the play lined up on the left side and then shifted to Schuster's right and had everybody spread out that way. So it was spread out. So I think we got a cramp uh, on the Spring Road defensive line. God just went down there, and they've taken an official's timeout here. We'll take a quick timeout with the score. Spring Road 20 and Elder 7 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. Hoden Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. 
Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. Welcome back to Springboro High School. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal with Springboro with a 20-7 lead. We have a first and 10 at the 21-yard line for the Panthers. 8.42 remaining. Three wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun set up now. It's going to be Schuster going to run it. Schuster runs to the 15. He's out to the 10, and he's out of bounds at around the 7-yard line. Let's see where they finally will mark him, but that is a 14-yard gain and a first down for the Panthers. Hat on a hat, and then he was able to make a read and, and get and find where he wanted to go, and Schuster's very shifty in the backfield as to he doesn't commit the one spot. He's doing a nice job of kind of finding those lanes and being comfortable, not feeling rushed to commit to one spot or the other. This is big for the Panthers here, first and goal. Big big score to, to bring back that momentum. First and goal. They mark it at about the eight-yard line. One wide receiver to the right. Schuster going to pitch it to Flowers. Flowers going to try to get in. Flowers to the corner of the end zone. It's a touchdown. Panthers, they get the touchdown. It's 20-13, to 13, Penny. The extra point, an eight-yard touchdown run by Luke Flowers. Just a pitch outside, and Flowers just stretch, 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 stretch. Use that speed to get to the corner and got in. Now, Springboro missed that extra point before, so this one is very key so the Panthers can stay on pace. And if if they're able to get another stop, then it could come down to that, that very big missed extra point. But LeMasters has to follow through here. And the kick is up with the right foot, and this one is good. So with 8.26 remaining in the third quarter, it's Springboro 20, Elder 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Welcome back to Care Flight Field at Springboro High School. And it's now 20-14. to 14. The Springboro Panthers over the Elder Panthers. Elder gets an eight-yard touchdown run by Flowers. And now LeMaster will look to kick this one off. 8.26 remaining here in the third quarter. It's been an exciting third quarter so far. An 80-yard touchdown run by Yates. And now the Panthers get an eight-yard touchdown run. LeMaster will look to pound this one. And he gets it about the one. No, they're going to say it was in the end zone. No, he say it didn't. And uh, he runs it out to about the 19-yard line. So... I thought that was, he had his foot in the end zone, Phil. Well, I thought he caught it in the end zone. Now, again, remember, you know, sometimes you'll get officials that will judge that as, a, the, you know, he stepped back at the momentum, and they're not going to call that. But either way, it doesn't, you know, actually now it doesn't matter. You wish it yeah. was a touchback if you were spring bro because now you're starting, you know, at, at the 18 instead of getting it at the 20. I know it's only two yards, but still, Elder's defense, maybe they can get something here. Last time. Don't forget, though, Lem, we saw Yates go on outside and yes. pick that up, the huge 80-yard run. They were able to own the edge. I guarantee you the Panthers' defense talked about that in their little defensive meeting at the in between the plays. First and 10 at the 18-yard line. 
Setting up the quarterback is Ruzo. Shotgun. They go in motion. And the fake to Lamb. And it's going to be Ruzo. And Ruzo runs. Uh, and he runs into a hole off the line. A defensive line. It doesn't get anything. He is stacked up for maybe a loss of one or two. Yeah, Dugan and Arnold over there were the ones who, who were able to stack him up and push him back. Not fooled that time by Ruzo. Just not putting that ball into the belly and pulling it out and going through. So that part of offense, hopefully the Panthers are starting to get that in check. Remember, Spring Road, they just keep bouncing guys. Two outside, three outside, and there's a lot of different looks for the defensive backs. Second down and 10. They spotted at the 18-yard line. 20-14, to 14, Springboro on top of Elder. 7.35 remaining here in the third. Two wide receivers left, two to the right. Looking, the left-handed quarterback is going to run it, and he's stacked up Josh Dugan and company, and they move it back at the nine-yard line, but I don't know if they're going to stop there, but they'll probably give it to about the 13-yard line, but a great tackle by Dugan, and the Panthers do a good yeah, job. Dugan, Freeman, uh, uh, Volkerdine, I think, was Sounds in. Sounds like a law I mean, firm. It's like a huge, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like three, four guys that all got in on that play. Excellent job by the defense on that reback. Ruzo was actually rolling out, and it looked like he was going to try to cut back between a gap between the center and the tackle, and he wasn't able to get there. So the Panthers, big third down here. Third and 14. The ball spotted at the 14-yard line, 6.50 remaining third quarter. 20-14, to 14, Springboro on top, two wide receivers to the left, one to the right side. Shotgun for Ruzo, looking to throw. Throws it. It is, it is complete, but it's going to be a loss back at the seven-yard line. Panthers do a great job, and Jake Priestel uh, made made the play. Yeah, Samari Freeman got in the face of Ruzo, and he just wanted to get rid of that football. He took him out, and then Priestley was able to come up and make the play on Lamb. They were trying to just run a little bubble on the outside so that he could maybe pick up a little bit, give him some breathing room. Instead, this drive gets pushed back inside the 10, and the snap. there's been a couple of snaps that have hit the turf, so this has got to be a perfect snap on this punt. And they'll set up with Connor Smith. He's in his end zone. Bad snap, and it bounces. He's going to have to kick it and kick it. It does bounce at the 30-yard line. The Panthers are going to get field position, but it's taking a, a Springboro bounce, and it's to the 40-yard line. Like it. Yeah, that, that was a that was a great job by the punter to get that off I and mean, get it to the 40. That almost went over his head. I mean, that was very possibly going to be a safety, go out of bounds, and then it looked like the Panthers were, might get a block, but it was very smart of them not to run into him and hit him and cause there to be some sort because he never dropped the ball. It just was a high snap, and then, therefore, the ball that only went out, the Panthers are going to get this one right at the 40. There is an injured uh, Springboro, Springboro Panther down at about the, the 23 right now. He's uh, looking at that. Hockey fans, the Cyclones will be back on the ice soon. Now it's time to get your full or partial season tickets to lock in the best seats for all the popular Cyclone game promotions. Visit CyclonesHockey.com for schedules and promotions. 5.55 remaining in this third quarter. And good news, looks like a little bit of a cramp. He's just walking it off, so that's uh, good. I can't see from this far. That's number 22. Uh, that's Zach Wells. Zach Wells, yeah, he's he, been making a lot of plays for the Panthers, Springboro Panthers. Yeah, you got to. That's yeah, it. You gotta, know, this is only. I, I heard a stat on this, Phil. You might have to confirm it. This is only the fourth time in history that the Elder Panthers have played a team called the Panthers. I would believe that, and I'm sure that the uh, guys at DHSports.com probably have yeah. all those. Yeah. You know, all that locked down, but I, I don't. I don't recall having to do that nope. that often. No. 
at 100 years, you never know, right? First and 10 at the 40 for the Panthers. They'll set up with two wide receivers. They go Auten Reeb in motion, one wide to the right. Now looking to throw, it's it's complete to Justin Ray inside the 30, 25, and let's see where he stepped out of bounds. I think he's going to get him right around the 29-yard line is where he stepped out of bounds, but that's still an 11-yard gain. That's a quick uh, just out route. Get it to Justin Ray. Let him speed. See if he can turn the corner. He was forced out by, I didn't get the number on the, the back on the outside for Springbro, but he forced him to take a larger arc rather than being able to get up the field and pick it up. But Elder's offense, I feel like they got some momentum here, and they feel pretty confident. First and 10, spotted at the 29-yard line, 5.49 to go third quarter, 20-14. to 14. Springboro on top, and now it's going to be Flowers. Flowers gets the carry inside the 25 to the 23-yard line, a gain of six on first down for the Elder Panthers. Yeah, Luke Flowers doing another good job. In the first half, Flowers was able to get 51 yards. He's already had close to that in the second half. And I think Elder's offense has kind of figured out what what works now against Springboro. Now, the one thing, though, I will say is that it was hot, very hot during warm-ups. Yeah. I mean, I was down on the field, and, I mean, I just felt like I was getting a sunburn. And Springboro's defense is starting to get those hands on their hips. Second down and five. The ball spotted at the 24-yard line. Shotgun for Schuster looking to throw. It's got Justin Ray, and he dropped it right around the 16-yard line. Right in his hands, and that time... Justin Ray, who's normally very short-handed, that time he did not. I think Justin Ray felt like he had more room on that play where they stretch it on the outside with Otten Reeb, and then Justin Ray runs that short route right at about the hash marks. I think he felt like that was the first time he wasn't crowded, so he knew if he caught that one, he boom, he was going upfield. That's just one of those examples. you got to catch it first. Third down and five. The ball spotted at the 24-yard line, 5.03 to go, third quarter. Three wide receivers to the left. And they set up with two to the right, empty backfield. Now they go with Auten Reeb in motion in front of Schoester. Schoester's going to run it inside the 25 to the 20. And now he gets to the 15 to the 13-yard line, a gain of 11 for Ben Schoester, and a first down for the Panthers, a big first down. And it looked like he was kind of just looking for spots to go, and he got his block. Yeah, huge first down, picking it up. I mean, a couple guys looked up like, where are we at? I mean, it was much bigger than they thought. Mark Ottenreeb, great job blocking. And, again, it's the same thing. They're giving Ben a, a lane to run behind, and he can find it. He just has to be a little bit patient. He does a good job of, of that timing on that. But Elder right here knocking on the door again. First and 10 at the 15-yard line. Four and a half to go third quarter. 20-14 to 14 Springboro. Here's Schuster gives it to Flowers. Flowers inside the 15 to the 10. And out about the eight-yard line is where he gets it, a gain of seven yards for Luke Flowers, who has over 100 yards, I believe, unofficially in this game. Flowers coming off the right side of the line, was looking if he wanted to, could have went around the end, but decided to cut it up field a little bit and just pick that up. Now, just a reminder, this is, this is you know, an opportunity. The Panthers can pick it up, pick up that first down, and get a first and goal here, too. So, I mean, they got plenty of opportunity to get this ball into the end zone. Second down and four. The ball spotted at the nine-yard line. 3.50 remaining in the third. Three wide receivers to the left for the Panthers. Setting up shotgun is Schoester. Schoester inside the five. Schoester into the end zone for the touchdown. Nine yards, and the Elder Panthers have tied it up, pending the extra point. And, and at this point, if LeMasters can put it in, the Panthers will go straight straight to the top. Right away, we just got that quick turnaround. Spring Grove comes out of the gates, hits you with that 80-yard touchdown, and after that, it's been all Elder. 
Elder's just been dominant on both sides of the football so far at this point. They got the momentum. They figured out the blocking schemes, and now it just comes down to a good, good uh, snap, hold, and kick. Lamaster to add this extra point. It is up with the right foot and good. So the Panthers have the lead back. It is 21 to 20 with 3:41 to go in the third. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther football. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Well, welcome back to Careflight Field in Springboro High School. The Elder Panthers now have a 21-20 to lead thanks to two touchdowns in the last few minutes. The last one was six plays, 40 yards. Uh, for two minutes and 14 seconds, a nine-yard touchdown run by Schuster, and the extra point was good. So the last touchdown that Springboro had, they had a bad snap, and the extra point was no good. Lamaster will definitely get this one. Well, it, it, he didn't get it at the one-yard line, and it's taken at the 10. He's out to about the 20-yard line anyway, so not a big deal. But uh, that was, uh, I believe, uh, Will White, number 10. And Maddox Arnold makes the tackle for the Panthers, so still... It's not going to be that that big of a field position shift. Now it's going to be about this defense. Get, come out with that momentum. Get another big stop. Force them to punt that ball. Get your offense back on the field and, and get this thing into a comfortable spot. So if you look, uh, you know, back it was 20-7 to after the 80-yard touchdown. Now the Panthers have a 21-20 to lead, 3.35 to go here in this third quarter. And Springboro gets the offense back. It's Ruzo at quarterback. They were a little sluggish on the last drive. It's a first and 10 at the 21-yard line. 3.35 remaining here in the third quarter. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Setting up Ruzo, looking to throw. Left-handed quarterback throws complete around the 25-yard line. And that was Allen Hopkins on the reception for Springboro. So they get five yards on that, or four yards, rather. And that's a great tackle by Zach Dudekunst out there. That tackling wasn't there in the first half. A lot of times on those quick routes to the receivers, there were only short gains. Elder was kind of sliding off. He did a good job uh, of circle of really wrapping up on that play. So Elder's defense, though, it's second and five. Second and five from the 26-yard line. One wide receiver to the left, two to the right. Three minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Panthers have a 21-20 lead over Springboro. And now here's the give. This time it's to Yates. This time he doesn't get much right around uh, the 25-yard line. Hoding Realty is proud to bring you Elder Panther football. The next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, call one of these Elder grads and Hoding team members, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Tim Obermeyer, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtor for your real estate needs at 451-4800. Visit them at Hoding.com, H-O-E-T-I-N-G.com. 231 left here in the third. It's a third and four. At the 27-yard line, Ruzo looking to throw, and it is incomplete. He was intended for Peyton Howard, but it was over a little bit too far. And a lot of these passes, Len, they're, they're timing. I mean, Ruzo just threw that ball, took three-step drop, and released it, and come trying to hit downfield. He was looking for Howard, but Howard hadn't even broke his route yet, and it was rushed. Why? Elder got a good push. 
So because of that, he got a great push. Last play, Holand did a great job coming down the line of scrimmage to get the ball. So it looks like we're going to have a punt here. The officials talking, uh, making sure they spot the ball correctly on this one. But uh, last time, if you remember, snap was a little high. So let's see if they can get that snap right. Connor Smith is back at his 13-yard line. The Panthers with Mormon back at his 29 on this fourth and four from the 27-yard line. And now we get, we, a get a, start. we get a false start. So Panthers getting a lot of breaks now. They lead it 21-20 to with 2.22 left here in the third quarter. Very exciting game on a Friday night of Labor Day weekend. You couldn't ask for better football. No, it's a great game. And, I mean, Springboro, I mean, this game is far from over. I mean, we're still a whole other yeah. quarter of football, two minutes left here. But Elder seems to have the momentum out of the locker room when it looked like Springboro had it locked up with that 80-yard touchdown. Connor Smith now back at his five and a kick. He almost blocked that one. But it's going to pick a bounce, and Mormon's going to get it at the 35 and gets hit, and he's out to about the 30. Nine to the 40-yard line. Got got a good return out to the 40-yard line. So the Panthers have pretty good field position, only having to go 60 yards with 2.08 to play. Now, Cliffview Large is part of the Red River Gorge cabin rental. They've got 16 individual rooms. Book a single room or just a private getaway or book every room for family reunions, weddings, or corporate events. Check out the possibilities at redrivergorgecabinrentals.com. 2.08 to go here in the third quarter. Panthers, the Elder Panthers, that is. They lead it 21-20 to 20 over Springboro. Their last touchdown was nine yards for Schuster. So just capping at some of the scoring, uh, Luke Flowers started the scoring with a one-yard touchdown run in the first quarter. Then it was a 22-yard in the second quarter, a 22-yard touchdown. Russo to Butler uh, for Springboro. Springboro scored again on a 23-yard touchdown pass from Russo to, to uh, Cohn. Uh, And then uh, it was in the third quarter, an 80-yard touchdown run to start the third quarter. Yates got it. That made it 20-7 to on the extra point. That was no good. Then the Panthers get an 8-yard touchdown run by Flowers, his second touchdown of the game, to make it 20-14. to And then a 7-play drive or 6-play drive of 40 yards uh, capped off by a Schuster 9-yard touchdown run. And the Panthers lead it 21-20. to And that's your caught up with 2-8 to go in the third quarter. So the Panthers will set up with Luke Flowers in the backfield with Schuster, who's had a good third quarter. Two minutes and eight seconds remaining in this third quarter. One wide receiver to the left side. Mark Art and Reeve goes in motion. They go to the right, now looking left. And the throw to the left is complete to Justin Ray. And Ray is going to get it to the 45, but there's a flag. I believe there's a flag down. Let's see what they did. It's a, it was a fumble. Oh. Justin Ray, as he got tackled, he, he kind of got lost around, and that ball came out and popped him. That's the one thing, you know, it's been hard getting used to. The beanbags are now that that orangish color, so it looks like a flag coming in. But Justin Ray, you know, lose that football on running his route, just getting outside. Schuster hits him pretty quick, but Springboro's Johnny on the spot to bring him down. And as soon as that ball popped out, who do you think the first one in his face was? Coach Ramsey. Coach Ramsey right there, like, you got to take care of the ball at this point in the football game. Four wide receivers to the right side, empty backfield. For Schuster on the second and seven. He's going to run it, but he's sacked back at the 37-yard line. Big play for that was Cameron, Cameron Messenger. Yeah, Messenger, is uh, he's been a little quiet, Messenger, but that time was able to get it. Yeah, that one he wasn't fooled on the, on the quarterback draw, not fooled at all, able to shed his block, and Schuster had nowhere to go. Luckily for the Panthers, though, it's not much of a loss. It just takes him back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll be a third and ten. They gave it to the 40-yard line, a minute 32 to play. Here in quarter number three, 
21-20, Elder Panthers with the lead. And the Panthers will look with three wide receivers off to the right side, including Drew Murphy, who caught a touchdown pass last week. Now looking, here's Schuster. Schuster looking, stepping up in the pocket. Still looking down the field, looking to throw, and it's incomplete intended for Murphy. He threw into double coverage, but it was almost intercepted by Styles Cunningham, who almost got that. He did a good job of putting the ball on the front side of Murphy so that it, only really Murphy could make a play on it. Now the ball did bounce backwards, which, you know, why he got the crowd reaction, but it was able to bounce backwards. Now Elder's going to see if they can come out maybe and quick punt this. The Springboro does big substitutions. Yeah, they do. They set back now with uh, Hopkins back deep. Oh, check that. That's going to be Cade Lamb. And it's Collins with a punt, bounces a 30-25, and it's going to take an elder bounce inside the 15-yard line. Right around the 15-yard line, Zach Kudekens. Kudekens was able to, to get that football. Portions of tonight's game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, Matthew Smith, and Jacob Lindsay of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management uh, planning for their customers. You can schedule wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Elder grads Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner, and Jacob Lindsay, financial advisors at Morgan Stanley. They are scheduling those wealth management Opportunities. 57 seconds remaining here in this third quarter. First and 10 at the 15-yard line. It's Springboro with Evan Ruzo. One wide receiver to the left side and three now to the right. Shotgun for Ruzo is with a first and 10 at the 15. Ruzo looking to run and gets to about the 16-yard line before he's stacked up there by the Panthers. Nothing. I I love the fight up front. I mean, it's like I saw Josh Dugan getting in there, but the way Samari Freeman is just locking out on his guy and just he's getting into that gap, and then he's extending out his arms and just locking out. He gets, a, gets, a, gets an arm in there with his left arm and is pushing with his right arm on like a shoulder, and he really stuffed that play in the middle for other guys to come up and make that play a constant theme of this season. First and 10 at the 27-yard line, setting up now. Looking. Now throwing it down the field and looking, and it is incomplete. It was intended by number two, and that's uh, Cade Lamb, who caught a touchdown in the last one, but... Uh, that was the same play they ran earlier where they just tried to heave the ball downfield, except this time that ball was snapped. Samari Freeman came through with a right arm rip move right across his guy's face and got straight to the quarterback, and Ruzo had to throw that ball while he was stepping backwards to avoid getting hit. So that ball didn't have the oomph that he wanted on it. It came out way too quick. Setting up now with a third down at 10. The scoreboard is wrong. It's at the 17-yard line. Third and ten. One wide receiver to the left side, three to the right, looking. Ruzo looking to throw down the field. It's thrown. Let's see, did he catch it right around the 25-yard line? Able to sit in a gap, so it's going to move the sticks here. Uh, they were able, Ruzo is able to find a guy right at the right at the markers yeah. on the opposite side. So as this clock ticks here, it's just seven seconds in this quarter, you know, we're probably going to be, if they, if they put this one in play, this is probably going to be the end of the quarter here. Yeah, with the time is the only thing working on the scoreboard right now. And that will do it. That is the end of the third quarter of play with the score. The Elder Panthers 21, the Springboro Panthers 20. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. 
Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Colerain Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Colerain Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team. Welcome back. It's the fourth quarter of play, and Springboro has the ball going from right to left. They trail 21 to 20. Elder has the lead first and 10 at the 26 for Springboro. It's Ruzo, shotgun. He's got one running back to his right, and that's Yates. Sets up with one wide receiver to the right. Now the give to Yates, and Yates, who had an 80-yard touchdown run, steps up a little bit across the 35 to the 36-yard line, a gain of 10 on first down for uh, Mr. Yates, who... uh, after the first, let's see, he's now, he had 91 yards, uh, five carries, 91 yards, 80 of which was on one run. It's a little gimpy to come up from that one. I think he kind of got hit in the shin on that tackle. Now, but that had that run had shades of what I saw on film from last week where he came and run off the left side of the line, but then he started cutting it back like he's doing a video game trying to get through. Now, that'll work if your linebackers don't stay home. Elders did. And even though they pick up the first, they keep it from being a much larger game. First and 10 at the 37. Two wide receivers, and now it's going to be the the quarterback. He's going to keep it. Nothing doing at the 35-yard line. uh, It was Maddox Arnold who got in there among many. Yeah, Samari Freeman slowed him down first, and then Maddox Arnold cleaned it up. That's what the Panthers' defense does has done really well this season is those front three either make the tackle or they're the ones slowing it up, and then those other four can close in. But, I mean, this game has just been amazing. I mean, Russo has just been getting all up and down the field and, and, and getting about 70 yards rushing, so he's still a major yeah. threat. Second down and 10 at the 37-yard line. Three wide receivers to the right side. Russo, the quarterback. Sets up with Kraus in the backfield. And now looking to throw to the right side. It's complete. It looks like Hopkins across and gets to the 36-yard line. Let's see. With No, actually the 39-yard line. Fantastic job by Zach Gutekunst to recognize that play as it was happening. It looked like it was going to be a wide-open pass out there, but he closed very quickly to make the open field tackle to make this a long third down. Third and seven now. The ball spotted at the 40. Two wide receivers to the left. Shotgun Ruza. He's got Allen Hopkins in the backfield. See where they go here with this one with the third and seven with 9.58 to go in the fourth. And now looking to throw. He looks and throws it down the field, and it is, let's see, they got a flag, and that's going to go against the Panthers' Charlie Mormon. They're going to say he was there, I guess, yeah. a little bit early on the outside, right on, you know. The officials' backs right on the Springboro sideline, and that play happened over here. You can't see eight-lane track bowed off, so I can't say what happened over there. But that is going to be a huge pickup for Springboro, yeah. as that looked like Elder had that play snipped out. 
Poland with great pressure in the backfield, but Springboro benefits, gets the pickup, so the defense has to get right back to it. Now they move to the elder side of the football at the 45-yard line. For the first and 10 for Springboro, 21 to 20, Elder with the lead. 9.50 to go here in the fourth quarter. Two wide receivers off to the left side, including Butler, who caught a touchdown earlier. Ruzzo setting up. And now off to the right side, and they get to about the 40, down to the 39 of Elder. Yeah, Yates over there on the side, just able to get outside, get a nice run and a good pickup. So this is that second and five that that they've been working on pretty good. So as far as we're looking, you know, in this football game, too, we just got handed, you know, penalty-wise. Springboro's got three for 23 yards, and Elder's got one for 15, and that might turn out to be a costly one. Second and four from the 39-yard line. One wide receiver to the right, two to the left side. Evan Ruzzo with 9-10 to play here in the fourth quarter, 21-20. The Elder Panthers have the lead. Shotgun looking to throw down the field. He's got a man open down the sidelines. It is complete inside the 10 to the 5-yard line. And Lamb again just got beat, just went down, and a great throw by Ruzzo. And that's that play they continue to run. It's the same thing. Ruzzo just does a little pump fake and then tosses it down the sideline, and his receiver just runs a vertical or a streak, whatever you want to call it, just just flies down the sideline. And that time, Elder didn't get the pressure. This looked like the one earlier in the game that led to a a score, just like this one is going to lead to a score. First and goal at the 8-yard line with 8.58 to go. And now quarterback Ruzzo, that pass to Lamb. Lamb had caught a touchdown earlier. He's got one wide receiver to the right, three now to the left side. Now the quarterback again looking to throw to the right. Now rolling to his right. He's going to run over a couple of people to the five-yard line. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't jump over anybody in high school, so that's going to be a penalty. So that's going to be going back on uh, Springboro. The concern that you're looking at from a defense standpoint, though, is Elder is pressure on the right side uh, of that line, left side for Springboro. They have the contain, but they don't have that same push on that left side on that drive as Ruzzo's rolling that way. So that's the problem is they're not getting that push. Now the Panthers will benefit from this penalty here, and, and that's going back. Yeah, that, that's finally the – so the Panthers will get a break on this one. And let's remember, you know, that's a, that's a penalty that, you know, you're going to get at the upper levels. They're not going to throw that flag. But at the high school level, we're trying to keep guys safe. Because more often than not, most guys who try to hurdle people are not as athletic as guys playing on Saturdays and Sundays. So, you know, sometimes it's a safety issue. Uh, It does work out sometimes, but it's it's, it's to keep the players safe. First and goal from the 20 now. And looking to throw. He's got time. He throws it down. It's complete to Allen Hopkins. And Hopkins gets to the 15-yard line. Oh, it's Lamb again. Sorry, one and two. Look very similar on that, the way the numbers are crunched up with the yeah. blue. You can't really see it from up here. Yeah, a little, little blue on black out there makes it makes it kind of tough at times to see. But remember, too, this started out as a drive that was a first and goal. So this drive has to end in the, you know for points or, or with them, whether they put it in the end zone or through the uprights. They don't get to get a fresh set. So the Panthers really, this I mean, this is, they got three downs to put this ball in the end zone. Second down and goal. The ball spotted at the 15-yard line. 8.08 to play here in the fourth quarter. 21-20. to 20. Elder on top. Trying to hang on here. Three wide receivers to the left side, one to the right. Quarterback 
Rizzo looking to throw, throws a perfect strike in the end zone, and it is incomplete. Incomplete. Looked like it was going to be caught, but just dropped at the last second in the end zone. And, you know, as you look at this game, as these guys, a lot of the passing is very fast. It is very fast. So your defensive backs, if they get beat off the first step, they're probably at a loss. And if Rizzo puts a good ball out there, that was an excellent slant, hard slant across the middle, just ball not timed well, and therefore drop pass. Third down and goal. The ball spotted at the 15-yard line. Three wide receivers left. One to the right side. Evan Ruzzo setting up now. Now looking, looking to throw down into the end zone. Let's see if he's got this one into the deep in the end zone. And that is incomplete. Into the back of the end zone, and that was incomplete. Yeah, Jake Priestley actually went down. On the, on the move as he was he got to the goal line and he dropped and it got me a little nervous as I saw Ruzzo, you know, cock the football back to throw it. But he, he ended up really, he hit the ads in the back of the end zones. That ball was going to be out. So Springboro here coming out yeah. to kick. Now, well, it's a 32-yard attempt from yeah. here. And, not, and, their not other, and their other kicks have been, the, the snaps haven't been great. They haven't been very high. So this has got to be perfect snap hold. You know, and kick here, so there's a lot of pressure. Elders got to make sure too. Don't jump. Don't make this easier for him. Make this make this a tough kick. This will be a 32-yard attempt from the left hash. 7:52 remaining, and the kick by Breck. The hold is good. The kick is off to the right. It is up. It is no good. No good to the right. With 7:46 remaining in the fourth, Elder will get the ball back. They lead it 21 to 20. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder is more than just a pit on Friday nights. It's 100 years of education, family, and community. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health, and as a 1993 Elder graduate, I'm particularly proud to be head team physician for the Panthers. I'm also proud to serve Cincinnati in the community that I grew up in and still call home. For all your sports medicine needs, Mercy Health is available to serve you. We're on the web at mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999, 513-347-9999. This is Deacon Mark Machuga congratulating Elder High School on 100 years of Altiora, striving for the higher things. Go Panthers! 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Panthers get a completion right across to Justin Ray at the 25-yard line as they got the ball back after the missed field goal, and the Panthers have a 21-20 lead, 7.30 to play here in this fourth quarter. Very exciting game tonight on a Friday. Yeah, and let's go back to that last drive. If Ruzo goes into that pile, just goes into it, takes it, runs the ball. I mean, he's on the sideline. He just runs out of bounds. They're looking at a second and goal from about the five. Right. Instead, he gets the hurdling penalty, and they don't recover from it. And then Elder takes advantage of that, forces the missed field goal, and now Elder's trying to get something going. Three wide receivers to the left side, and the throw is complete to Ray, but it's in the backfield to the 21-yard line. A loss of about four. We'll see where they, they finally mark it, but the Panthers uh, – going backwards on on that play to Justin Ray. And I think that was Zach Wells again making the play for Springboro. 6.50 and counting here to go in the fourth quarter. 21-20. to 20. Panthers, Elder Panthers, that is, have a lead over the Springboro Panthers. It'll be a third down and seven. They spot it right around the 23-yard line. Line up with Justin Ray off to the left side. He's got Ben Collins to his left side. As well, two wide receivers to the right. Schuster shotgun back, stepping up at the 15. Now looking to throw, 
Steps up right around the 20, down the field, and it's, oh, did he catch it? A one-handed grab by Justin Ray. Yes. Oh, I think my. he caught it. Oh, he my goodness. That, that was a huge find by Schuster downfield on the left sideline, and then Justin Ray just threw the ball up and caught it. And now they're saying, now one official said it was a catch, the guy in the middle and the guy on the sideline saying no. So I guess he was oh. up inside the sideline enough to, to feel like oh. somebody – had, had told him, no, 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 he didn't catch that football. That's uh, Just to give you a little clarity on that, it was around the 40-yard line of Springboro, and Justin Ray reached out with one hand and on I the sideline. Looked good from here, but we are so far above whether or not we saw him step out of bounds. That's another question, but it, well, uh, it looked good. Yeah, I don't know, and I felt like maybe there was some contact out there. He's forced out of bounds, you know, whatever, but, you know, the sideline. Yeah, right, that, I keep my mouth yeah. shut on that stuff. But just, you know, sometimes you get ate up on those sidelines. That is. And now we'll set up with Collins to punt this one away. It's a Connor Smith. We set up uh, with Lamb, actually, Cade Lamb. Lamb will be at the 45-yard line. Bad snap, but Collins was able to get it. Now he has a pretty good kick that's going to take him back at the 39. And uh, 39, he gets to about the 40 three-yard line, so Lamb gets about four, so it'll be 57 yards, but they need to get at least three. They're down one, 21 yeah. to 20. And let me hit you up real quick with the Coldwell Banker scoreboard. we got third-quarter scores. Fairmont is, is leading LaSalle, 10 to 3. Fairfield, 27. Colerain, 7. St. X, 21. Olentangy Liberty, 14. Princeton, 50. Lakota East, Goose Egg. Lakota West, 52. Sycamore, Goose Egg. Mason, 13. Oak Hills, 3. Wayne, 10. Pick Central, 9. Covcath and Lexington Catholic tied at 0. Uh, St. X and uh, quick update, St. X, 24. Owen Tangy Liberty, 21. First and 10 at the 44-yard line. At 6.02 remaining here in this fourth quarter for Springboro. They trail 21-20. to 20. And now it's going to be he's back in the game. They set up with Yates. Yates across the down the sideline to 35. He's out of bounds at the Elder 30-yard line. And Yates, Big game. Yates getting that outside edge again. Elder guy's not getting off blocks on the, on the side, not breaking up with, with the guy that's on him. And that was how they broke that 80-yard, and that one looked very reminiscent of that. Yes. So now here's Springboro coming back. Now, if you're keeping your scorecard at home, I know it's still early, but both teams have all their timeouts. Setting up with one wide receiver to the right side of first and 10 at the Elder Panther 31-yard line. Springboro does with Yates in the backfield along with the quarterback, Evan Ruzzo. Ruzzo steps back at his 35 from the snap, rolls to his right, rolls to his left, and going to be sacked right around the 35-yard line. The Panthers, Liam Hewlin, got him in the backfield. Yeah, and, and, and he had, had wasn't fooled. Basically, Ruzzo put the ball into Yates' belly, pulled it out because he thought he had something, but there was holing right in, right in his face to bring him down and make that tackle. So big gain. Now it's a little bit of a loss. Let's see if Elder can build on this momentum. 5.28 to play, fourth quarter. 21-20, Elder on top by one. Springboro has a second down and 14. Ball spotted at the 35-yard line of Elder. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Shotgun for Ruzzo. He's got Yates in the back of the pitch to Yates. Yates steps at the 40. 35 and he's out to about the 31 yard line ticketjungle.com tickets to concerts sports all events locally owned and operated authentic tickets secure checkout email confirmation and delivery you can get a riverbend aronoff it doesn't matter all regional or nationwide Bengals, bearcats buckeyes ticketjungle.com 
the fans' ultimate source for tickets at TicketJungle.com. Proud supporter of the Prep Sports Radio Network, TicketJungle.com. Third down and a dozen. Five minutes to go. Panthers have a 21-20 lead. That's the Elder Panthers over the Springboro Panthers. Third and 12 at the 33-yard line. They set up now, and they call a timeout. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals is beautiful Kentucky Red River Gorge. They have mega 12-bedroom cabins available for big groups or families and only a short two-hour drive from Cincinnati. Check out all the activities and things to do at redrivergorge.com. 4.45 remaining in this fourth quarter, an exciting one. The Elder Panthers with a 21-20 lead over Springboro. You couldn't ask for a better game on a Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it, the game so far, it's really been, you know, both teams have had their problems. They've, they've had their ups, they've had their downs, and they've had plays that have worked, like that 80-yard touchdown run. We've seen them try to go back to it, Springboro, and they haven't been able to get that same play when Elder pursues it right. When Elder plays down the line of scrimmage and the guys all have their coverage and their cutbacks, you can't get it. It's much harder to get. So the Panthers just doing it. The Elder Panthers doing a good job on defense, but this is a critical third down. Two wide receivers to the right. One to the left side is Peyton Howard. They have Evan Russo, the quarterback, with they set up with Yates with a third and a dozen. And now looking to throw. Russo back and steps up the throw down the field, and it is caught in the end zone. No, no, dropped it right at the last second. Incomplete. Big pressure from the defensive line. Dugan and Holen just getting in the backfield. Russo, again, throwing that ball, really airing it out, and the ball's just kind of floating through. But those are the, the routes. They're very tough because that ball's placed right. Elders' defensive backs haven't always been in a position to make that play. Fourth and 12, 439 left in this fourth quarter. 30 Falls on the 33-yard line. Two wide receivers for Springboro to the right. Two to the left side. Evan Russo, shotgun back at his 38. Now looking to throw. Looking to the right, stepping up. Samari Freeman almost had him. The throw down the field is incomplete. And the Panthers, the Elder Panthers, will take over on downs after that play. Dugan, Freeman, Holen, McKenna all providing pressure. Good coverage downfield. I mean, that, that essentially is a coverage sack. It doesn't order to throw the ball. So the Panthers will take, the, take it over here with 4.30 to go. Springboro's got two timeouts. So if they can force the Panthers' offense to, you know, go a little dead here, they might be able to work that clock and get the ball back and then have to go, you know, timeoutless down the field to try to score. But if Elder can dominate like they did on the first possession of the game, they can can put this one away real fast. First and ten for the Elder Panthers. They're at the 33-yard line. Three wide receivers from left to right they go. Setting up, and it's going to be Schuster going to run it. Schuster gets across the 30, but that's about it. Maybe the 31-yard line, a loss of two on the play for the Elder Panthers. And it's uh, 4-18 and counting. The clock continues to run. 21-20, to 20, they lead it. And this will be the one where Springboro, obviously, don't take your time out here. You're going to, yes, some clock is going to run. Now you're hoping you can get the same thing. Elder run the ball, trying to milk clock here, and then get a big stop, then use your timeout in that position of force. But at the same time, Elder... You know, I mean, no harm. They've had success. They might want to go to the air, and they have it set up again on the outside with Collins and Ray. They do with two wide receivers to the right side, setting up shotgun with this 
third and uh, second down and 12. And the pass is complete, or it's going to be Flowers across the 40 to the 42-yard line. Maybe the 43, they're going to say maybe not. Let's see where they finally mark it, though. Yeah, let's see how they yeah. mark this one. I thought, uh, he, yeah. I thought he picked it up. They're yeah. definitely going to measure this, I would think. But they did. They Good play fake. They ran Collins and Ray down the sideline. So they're going to say it's third and one on the sideline. And I think Elder's okay with the spot, and they can pick this one up. But it's very key. Got to pick this one up to, to force Springboro to start really panicking a little bit. Two wide receivers to the right on a third and one at the 42. 3.05 left. 21-20 Elder. Setting up a showster, the give to Flowers. Flowers going to get it across to the 45-yard line. This time it is a first down for the Elder Panthers and Luke Flowers. And portions of tonight's Elder game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, Matthew Smith, and Jacob Lindsay of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management planning for their clients. Give them a call, 513-562-8304. 2.42 left in this fourth quarter. The Panthers have a 21 to 20 lead, and they have a football first and 10 at their own 45-yard line. Big drive here, Phil, with two and a half now as the clock continues to run. You're going to see a lot of Luke Flowers, I believe, on this. They set up that first and 10, and then the give to Flowers. Flowers across the 45 into uh, right around the 50 into he's still with it, and the moving and the, the pile down to the 42 of Springboro is Luke Flowers. He continues to amaze there. So with 2.13 to go, the Panthers pick up another big first down to keep moving this ball into Springboro territory. And Elder is looking like they're going to be able to finish this game out as long as they can continue with ball control and ball security. Just a two-hour drive away in beautiful Kentucky Red River Gorge. And visit Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals to plan your perfect getaway. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals has almost every imaginable accommodation. Cabins, campgrounds, a resort lodge, and much more. Visit Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals.com. And with a minute 55 left here in this fourth quarter, the Panthers are clinging to the 21-20 lead. They have the football first and 10 at the Springboro 43-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the left side. Shotgun for Schuster. He's got Luke Flowers to his left. And the clock running with a minute 38. Now it's Flowers again. Flowers gets behind a block, but not much doing there. Gets to the 42-yard line. So pretty much at the line of scrimmage is where Luke Flowers will get that one. No, no gain is what they're calling it. And Springboro does take their timeout. So they take a timeout. We're going to take a quick timeout. We'll come back. It's the Panthers 21 and uh, 21-20 lead on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group wants to wish this year's team all the best for a successful season. The team works hard to make every game memorable. But what if your biggest memory of the game is standing in line for the restroom? If you're experiencing frequent trips to the restroom, the Urology Group can help. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. Welcome back to Springboro High School. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here at Care Flight Field. And the Panthers, the Elder Panthers, have a 21-20 lead, a minute 30 to go. The Panthers will have a second down and 10 as that uh, Luke Flowers was no gain. Springboro called timeout. And Springboro's got just one timeout left, right, Phil? That's correct. Yeah. they got one left. Panthers are, are, are safe in theirs. they got three. 
so Elder's fine in that regard. But right now, I think if Elder can get a significant pickup here, it really is going to put Springboro in one of those situations where it's time to strip the football. And now looking as Schuster's going to take it himself inside the 40 and right around the 39-yard line, a gain of four with a minute 24 to go. They call their final timeout. Well, I think there's going to be a penalty here on the field. See what it is with the... What they finally get here. The Panthers clinging to that 21-20 to 20 lead. So you're going to get an illegal substitution on the Panthers. And that, so that's going to back this one up. So. so this moves it back with a minute 24 to go. So no timeout needed on that one. So Springboro still has their, their one timeout left. Elder with the 21-20 to 20 lead. They still have the ball. And they're finally deciding where to mark this football. They've got it at the 40. Where do they finally get a five-yard penalty here? Still talking about it. And now... So they're mo- they, they put the football at the 40-yard line, which wasn't it at the 40-yard line? So they dec- oh. decline a penalty. Because they want to give it a third down. They want to put the Panthers in the third down. They don't want to put it in a position where, you know, they get another set and another opportunity. So they're in a – it's third down. They didn't move the football. So the Panthers got a third and seven. And it's looking like Springboro still has that timeout to take yep. if they can get a stop here. They do with a third and seven for the Panthers at the 40-yard line. A minute 24 left. Three wide receivers. Now they go Auten Reeb in motion. And, again, now they get a timeout. And Elder decided to call a timeout there. Cliffview Lodge, part of the Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, has 16 individual rooms. Book a single room or just a private getaway. You can book every room for family reunions, weddings, or corporate events. Check out the possibilities at redrivergorgecabinrentals.com. 21-20, to 20, Elder Panthers on top. This is a big third down coming up, Phil. It'll be third and seven, which is not, you know, it's one of those things where where they are right now, you could, uh, you know, I mean, at this point, get close enough. They're at the 30, let's see, the 40-yard line here. Let's see if they get it down to the 33. Would you get it close? Would you go for it on fourth or just uh, you almost have to at this point? I think you on fourth down, you would definitely come out and, and take a look at it. I mean, you could line up with, uh, you know, you could put Reuter out there and, and let him see if he wants to just go ahead and rugby-style kick it. Maybe you got the edge and you can pick up a short one. If the Panthers pick it up. If the Panthers don't pick anything up here, then it's obviously going to be a, a, a situation where you're going to be punting the football. Right. But if they pick this up and turn us into a fourth and short, you could see that come in. Third and seven for the Elder Panthers. A minute 24 left here in this fourth quarter. 21-20. They lead it by one. Schuster at his 45-yard line, at the 45, rather, of Springboro shotgun formation setting up the throw now looks going to run it inside the 40 35 and he's out to the 34 yard line will be pretty close that's going to be close right around the marker right at the th- he needed to get to the 33 yard line I don't know if he got there it's 34 it's going to be a yard short I think at that point and uh, with a minute 10 to go but they did get the yards you know, one yard, if it's only one. Yeah, I mean, one yard here. You go ahead and lean on it and see if you can pick it up. But Springboro's definitely going to take that time out. 
Yeah, they take a timeout with a minute 10 to go. We'll keep it here. It's a fourth down and one coming up for the Elder Panthers. It is at the 34, right where they marked it. And it's a, a yard is all they need. And to put this game away pretty much with that one yard, right? Because then you've, Springboro's already used all their timeouts. Right. And the thing is, is even if Elder doesn't pick this up, Springboro's going to have to go the length of the, uh, you know, a, a decent distance, not the length of the field, but they're going to go a decent distance here. And the, the problem is going to be is they have no timeouts. And a lot of their plays, they do run some of the sideline, but a lot of times, even in the second quarter, when they needed to maybe say, like, hey, let's get to stop the clock, that they weren't making heads-up plays and getting there. So now you're relying on a lot of that execution. But I think the Panthers, the way the offense line has been going, and you talk to them right now, you tell the offense line, this is it. You win this football game right Man. here. You get that push. You get in between your man and the football, and you drive him back like you did back yeah. in, in at the start of August and get, right. the, get this and win this football game on this play. Ball spotted at the 34. They need to get to the 33 for a first down. Schuster shotgun. Got one to the right. Now, Lawton Reeb goes in motion to the left side. Schuster's going to take it himself. He didn't get it. He did not get it. Missed block Missed on block. the outside, and it was just shoestring tackle. So it's going to be a first down on a 34-yard line for Springboro here with about a minute six to go and no timeouts. That is the third time they have stopped the Elder Panthers on fourth down. And this time they've got to go. Well, they only need a field goal to win this one. It's 21 to 20, so they don't need six. They need they need th- they need uh, just the three. So let's see what they do here. They've got it at their own 34-yard line with no timeouts, as Phil mentioned. And Ruzo will set up three wide receivers to the right, two to the left side, empty backfield for Ruzo this time on that first and ten at the 34-yard line. Rizzo back, stepping up, throwing, and he's thrown to the sideline. It's complete, 40-yard line, 45, and out of bounds. So that's a, a nice play. That's that was a big Howard. pickup. Yeah. That's a big pickup there. Rizzo finding it. And see, the one thing that concerns me is that Rizzo has had that ability to really heave the ball downfield. I wouldn't be surprised if they try one of those, you know, in one of these series here to see if they can get a quick pickup and catch Elder's defensive back snapping. They move it to the 43-yard line on that second down and one. A minute, one to go. Shotgun again for Ruzzo, two wide to the right. Three now to the left, empty backfield, looking, setting up. Time to throw. He throws it to the sidelines for Lamb, and it's incomplete. Yeah, out of bounds over there. Madison Arnold in coverage, so he's just going to stop the clock. He's going to stop the clock, but no, no pickup there. It's third and short, and Elder's defense, again, has an opportunity to, to get another stop, but I mean, obviously, Spring Bros going for it on fourth down. It doesn't really matter, but you just can't give up anything big and deep here. Two wide to the right, three to the left, the third and one, 57 seconds. Now looking to throw, stepping up, throwing. It is, com- let's see, did he get it? Incomplete. Incomplete. Incomplete at the 48 yard line, intended for Allen Hopkins. That was right in the dirt. Zach Gutekunst in coverage for the Panthers. Here we go, Len. Fourth, fourth, fourth and one. Fourth down and one. This is the game right here. 51 seconds left for Springboro. 21 to 20. The Elder Panthers on top by one point. The visitors' side of the section calling for defense. Three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Ruzzo back at his 37-yard line. Looks to run and now runs across and gets to the 44-yard line. That is enough for a first down, I believe. Yeah, it'll look close when they mark it, but he's got it. 
So that clock's going to stop momentarily. Going to move the chains. Yeah. They're going to give them a, uh, so, so 46 seconds to go. They mark it at the 45-yard line, 43 seconds and counting. And they've rolled that clock. Three wide left, two to the right. First and 10. Down to 35 seconds. As you mentioned, Phil, they're taking way too much time here. And now looking. Looking as Russo looking to throw, and he had an arm block and Big incomplete. Holland gets into his shoulder pad and, and pulls it, so Russo was looking way downfield, and that ball just came up short. That took 20 seconds almost to get off that play. That 25 seconds left in this one. Yeah, the, every time they run a play, they just look over at their sideline and they're sending in signals. They don't have a way to call playing quick on these drives, which that killed them there. They started rolling that clock, and they were just slow. The referee set the football. So advantage elder, but still 25 seconds. Second down at 10 from the 45-yard line. 25 seconds left. 21-20 elder clinging to that one-point lead. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Russo looking to throw. He's stepping at his 40, looking now still with it. Rolling, rolling, and hit as he throws and complete. The Panthers do a good job. It's it's going to be uh, – that was a good play by number nine, and that was Josh Dugan. Yeah, Josh Dugan and Liam Holland again. Holland's always getting through. I mean, he's finally got to the point where he's really working his tackle, and that guy's really grabbing onto him and getting into him as much as possible. And he can't, he couldn't do anything on that play. Dugan comes up, flushes him out. Defensive backs, great coverage. 17 seconds to go, third and 10. The down, I guess really that doesn't even no. matter right now at this point because no, they we're just, sitting here on the, on the 45 yard line. So it's really, it's, it's third and, third and 55. Yeah. You got to get in the end zone. Dude, 17 seconds remaining. Two wide receivers left, two to the right. Stepping up is Ruzo. Steps up in the pocket, throws it down the field, and the man fell down. Elder gets an interception, but it's a pass interference. This one is not over. The ball's at the 39-yard line. That's where the flag took place. And they're going to call pass interference on the Panthers on this one. And they're going to – so it's going to be – now, it, it's not a spot foul. You know, it's this is not the NFL, so this is not a spot foul. So this is going to be from the line of scrimmage. So it's still going to be, you know, a significant – a significant game. We're going to flip it over to the 40 right. here, but this, you know, On the that's, 15 yarder. Yeah. That's always one of those things in high school. Like end of the game, if you get a, if you get that, it's not terrible in those positions just because it's not from the spot. So that play, really, the penalty probably took place about five yards downfield. But 12 seconds here, and they still got a shot. First and 10 at the 40 yard line. At the elder 40, 12 seconds to go. Elder with the 21-20 lead. Quarterback is Ruzo. He's in the backfield by himself at the 45. They go in motion with Cade Lamb. And now looking to throw. Quarterback stepping up. Down the field. Throwing down. He's got a man open. It is complete. No, he dropped it. Right around the 5-10-yard line. Just dropped it. Just dropped the football. Couldn't get his feet underneath him. Five seconds to go, but it really wouldn't have mattered because he would have fallen down inbounds, and they would have never, I don't think they would have been able to get down to even spike the football. But five seconds ago, so now it's key. And they're going to bring out Carson Brown. So make sure somebody comes off the field. And they're going to put Carson Brown deep. Yeah, Six foot eight coming in to, to be able to go bat a ball down if necessary. Five seconds remaining in this one. 21 to 20, the Elder Panthers with the lead. We get a timeout here. We'll keep it here. And this has been one of those exciting ones that we don't want to leave. Five seconds to go. 
Panthers clinging to that one-point lead. They're bringing in everybody to try to stop this last play. That last one, they did get behind the elder defense, though. You don't want to do that. Yeah, they, uh, they just ran that, ran that route that they've been running all day, trying to get guys downfield. So good current and the defense are out there talking right now. Carson Brown comes in to be back. Coach Ramsey you know, walking over to the huddle just to, to listen in and offer some last-second thoughts. But Elder took time out here because you want – five seconds ago, you want your defense to everybody to be on the same page and be ready. You don't want to shuffle a guy in and then have guys not knowing. Now you can make sure who should be in, who should be out. And you got five they, seconds to go. Right. No timeouts for Springboro. Got to put it in the end zone. They've got Yates, and it's a wide receiver to the left side. They've got four kind of lining up to the left. Looks yeah, like just, the old run and shoot. Well, it's really, yeah. it looks like, you know, a basketball yeah. guy. It's a, yeah. it's a stack under out of bounds. They set up now with this last play with five seconds to go. Looking now, the quarterback stepping in his 50, now 45, looking to throw. Down the field, throws it. It is knocked down. Carson and the Brown. Elder Panthers have won this one. 21 to 20. Carson Brown did his job, and the Panthers win it 21 to 20. We'll come back with the Cooper Electric Star of the Game coming up on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Why wait in endless lines at the pharmacy when Brozard Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Sacred Heart Radio, can fill your prescriptions in a timely manner with high quality? Brozard Pharmacy, fast, friendly service without the wait. 513 941 0428. The year 1922. The median annual income, just over $3,200. A loaf of bread, five cents. A dozen eggs, 35 cents. A new car, about a thousand bucks. And a brand new home, about $6,000. Al Jolson was dominating on the radio. Goodbye. The New York Giants beat the New York Yankees in the World Series. The World Series is on the air. The Lincoln Memorial was dedicated in Washington, D.C., and Elder High School opened its doors for the first time. A lot has changed over the 100 years since. Among the more recent, we pledged to change the way we treat each other. The Civil Rights Act of 1964. We changed the way we travel. For the first time. A man has flown an airplane faster than the speed of sound. We changed our reach beyond this planet. We changed the way we communicate. And we are calling it iPhone. We changed the way we watch TV. But one thing has not changed in all that time. Boys still have to grow up to be men. And Elder High School meets that challenge still today. I'm Deacon Jim Roop, Elder Class of 1977. I'll see you It's time to call out the Cooper Electric Star of the Game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the Elder Star of the Game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. What a way to start your Labor Day weekend. The Elder Panthers with a 21-20 victory over Springboro on the road. And Luke Flowers is the Cooper Electric star of the game. Rushed 17 times, 114 yards, two touchdowns. And uh, the Panthers were down 20-7 to after an 80-yard touchdown run to start the third quarter. They scored 14 unanswered and then held on. Right, that mixed extra point came in. But Luke Flowers... 
did an excellent job of being the guy to pick up some yards on some of those late drives when they needed to move the football and get the ball down the field. So Luke Flowers, great job tonight executing the run game, helping the Panthers to get to this victory. But it definitely was a team effort down down the stretch with different guys making plays at different times. And, you know, Len, when you talk about this football game, you just came off Covenant Catholic and then Pickerington Central, which that game, Pick Central, everybody was telling Elder, you know, hey, you're going to you're gonna lose to Pick Central. Pick Central's awesome and all this. So that game was built up. And then this one was just the opposite. You know, you had a lot of downplaying of Springboro's capabilities. You take your first long bus ride of the season. You know, it's hot up here. This is what some people might dub a trap game. And Elder kind of looked that way yeah. coming out of the gates. But they did a great job executing. Hats off to Springboro. They're going to be a tough football team. They got weapons. And they got speed down the field. But I think Elder did a, did a great job tonight because no matter what happens, if you end up going all the way when they print the shirts, it's still a W. Even if it's one oh, point, okay. it's still a win. It no, doesn't matter. No they one cares. There's yeah. no ranking of it. So yeah. wasn't great. You're going to watch film. You're going to learn from it. But I'm happy that we're going to get out of uh, Spring Row here tonight, a crowded stadium. I'm oh. going to hang out and let the traffic dissipate Absolutely. A bit. Gorgeous uh, care flight field, but a 21-20 Elder Panther win, as you mentioned, going to 3-0. and uh, We're going to take a timeout. We're going to come back and try to get a couple of scores for you and uh, go through that. And we'll live. But right now, the final score, Elder 21 and uh, Springboro 20. We'll come back with uh, more scores and wrap this up from Springboro High School on the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Sports Medicine. As Elder celebrates its 100th anniversary, we are excited to continue our efforts to support Elder and its athletes in their pursuit of Altiora, the higher things. If you or your family is in need of our expertise in sports medicine, we are available on the heart of the west side on Bridgetown Road and downtown at our newest location at the FC Cincinnati Center of Excellence at TQL Stadium. Appointments are available online at mercy.com slash ortho or 513-347-9999. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. 
Welcome back to uh, Victoria Springboro High School. The Elder Panthers with a 21-20 victory. And uh, we want to catch up on the Coldwell Banker scoreboard. And we've got the legendary Mark Bengel. Thank you, Lenny. Yeah, uh, LaSalle loses tonight. Uh, wow. They get their first loss. Fairmont uh, wins that game 10-3. to And uh, LaSalle goes to 2-1 uh, and one now. And Fairfield uh, crushes Colerain. Colerain now goes down to 0-3. Oh Fairfield wins 34-7. to St. X, it, it got a little close at the end. Uh, Olentangy Liberty got near it. Uh, it was I know the score late in the fourth quarter was 24-21. to But St. X pulls the, the game out, gets their first win of the year, and they defeat Olentangy Liberty 31-21. to Now there's a, the tale of two Lakotas tonight, and... Uh, Lakota East absolutely gets throttled by Princeton, 71 to nothing. Uh, and uh, Lakota West, on the other hand, they slaughter Sycamore, 59 to seven. So I don't know about uh, if anybody starts pooling players or what, but when when you get up to 71, that's kind of uh, that that normally doesn't happen. Uh, you, it, it's one of those in, things. In the just, wor- words of the legendary Marv Albert. In severe garbage time. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. The, the Oak Hills Highlanders came in tonight 2-0. Uh, a lot of excitement in the, in the Western Hills community of Oak Hills. But they lose their first game tonight, fall to 2-1. Now Mason knocks them off 16-3. Pick Central, who lost to Elder last week, loses again tonight to Wayne. Uh, up not too far from here, the Wayne Warriors won that game 21-9. to And Lexington Catholic pulls out a win. I, I, I don't know if this is the one's a final, but uh, it, it, Lexington Catholic is over Covington Catholic 6 to nothing. Uh, that game does not say it's a final yet, so we're going to look at that. I want to thank Tom Kennedy, uh, our scorer getter tonight. Uh, he's been working hard. Uh, and I'm sure probably with the assistance of uh, Joe Harbin, our expert uh, on all things Harbin points, and appreciate that. If you guys get any more scores before we wrap this thing up, Tom, send them our way. That's a great job uh, they do all the time. And, you know, 3-0 and o is going to help the Harbin points, right? You got, yeah. Starting out 3-0, and o, you, you don't lose. You don't have to worry about Harbin points. Yeah, that's, pretty much. that's pretty much the, yeah. the way you want <laughs> Uh, they've got a tough schedule ahead. They've got uh, Lakewood St. Ed's coming up on, on Saturday. The benefit is, you could say this, as if it's a benefit, they're used to playing on Friday night. They get an extra day maybe, you know, an extra day of practice. They can, uh, you know, it's that bus ride at, uh, you know, in the morning on Saturday. But uh, Yeah, you know, Lenny, too, uh, my, my thoughts on tonight's game. Number one, Springboro is a very fine team. They're yes. coached very well. Uh, they have great schemes, and they really, I think, they, they scouted Elder very, very well. That being said, <clears throat> I think Elder coming in 2-0 and, and, and knocking off Pick Central was uh, very confident. Uh, I mean, it was a game, uh, you know, lo- turning the ball over three times on downs. You, you don't see that on an Elder no. game, uh, Elder team normally. And uh, that things like that, if, if things could go wrong, they went wrong tonight. Get it out of your system. Uh, it, it's a little humbling experience where you squeak a, a win out like this against a fine team. Don't get me wrong. It's not like uh, Springboro is, is some pushover where Elder was supposed to come in here and, and just uh, lay hay to them. But, uh, you know, tonight it's one of those, okay, yeah, we need to work. I think the defense, you, you may get caught up on, 
hey, we're everyone's talking about how good our defense is. A team like tonight, uh, they they gave Elder's defense all they could have. And you know next week when they go to Cleveland, yeah. Lakewood, St. Oh. Edwards is going to give them they're, all they want to. So, you know, this was a, one of those wake-up calls, and you get a win out of it as well. So maybe there's some positives to put on it. I know Doug's going to really analyze this film. That early tomorrow they're going to be in the coach's room looking at this film, maybe even tonight when they get back. And uh, things are going to get into motion for next week's game against Lakewood up in Cleveland. Yeah, they had a couple of plays where, you know, they got behind the defense and a couple of penalties that, uh, you know, worked out. But, you know, Elder wins this. The most important thing is a W, 21-20, to 20, and that's all that really matters. And you move on. It's like on to, on to Lakewood St. Ed's. It is. And uh, it's a, what the conversation, I mean, how everything is playing out now with the uh, – Wait, oh, wait a minute, we just got a late fourth quarter score and from, from our score god, uh, Tom Kennedy. Cubcath uh, goes ahead late in the fourth quarter, 7-6. to six. And why that's important uh, for the Harbins and if Elder wants to, to get a home field advantage with the tough schedule they have, they need all the help they can get with first level and second level points. So it'd be a good thing if Cubcath knocks off Lexington Catholic tonight. So Cubcath late in the fourth quarter gets on the board and they are up seven to six over Lexington Catholic so uh, uh, we'll keep an eye on that one maybe we'll get a final before we sign off here but uh, anyways Tom or, or Lenny uh, it, it, it's a uh, you know talking about with the way everyone's going to get into the playoffs you want to peak at the right time yeah. and last year elder was peaking into the playoffs the most exciting playoff game in, in a long time when they knocked off Colerain in overtime uh, in the first round of the playoffs. They, they were peaking. They just couldn't overturn a very strong St. X team the following week. Right, but, uh, but that's just the way happened. it is. But let's well, go over the, the final stats here, Lynn, yeah, if you want to run down yeah. and see what uh, how, how the team played. You know, you look at uh, Springboro. I mean, they had 16 first downs, 194 uh, total yards, uh, total rushing yards. They had 358 yards against Elder. Wow, that's, that is that's a lot against the defense that you know, and they uh, they did a great job. I mean, I'm just looking at that 358, 194 on the ground. Now, granted, 80 was on one run. Yeah, but still, 164 yards passing. Also, Elder meanwhile had 227 yards on the ground, but only 60 yards through the air, uh, total of 287 yards. So the off the uh, the yards go to uh, uh, you know the uh, team at Springboro uh, doing that. Looking at, uh, you know, just other stuff here that uh, penalties are always kill you. Four penalties for Springboro for 38 yards really killed them. And two for 30 for Elder uh, did that. Uh, just some other stuff here. Let's go. Yates on the other side had nine carries for 135 yards. The quarterback, Evan Ruzzo, another great game. 20 carries, 75 yards. He also was 15 of 29, 164 yards and two touchdowns. Cade Lamb had a touchdown reception, nine receptions for 112 yards maxim butler a touchdown four for for 36 on the elder side luke flowers who we gave the cooper electric star of the game 17 carries 114 yards two touchdown ben shoster had 14 carries for 89 yards and then he was nine of 15 an off night for him uh 60 yards and he was sacked a couple of times and that uh, uh jack you didn't see much of jack uh Ritter, but uh you know he uh reuter had only uh 
six carries for 33 yards. So Looked good in the first yeah. drive, though. He came out yeah. and really sparked him when they went down and scored the touchdown. So he's good off the bench. I'd like to see once in a while get it on film where he go, drops back and throws the ball instead right. of does the, just the wildcat yeah. every time. And it, I'm sure that's going to be coming up. I would I would think so. So uh, Elder does a great job. They, they were down 20-7 to seven after an 80-yard touchdown run, but then they scored a Luke Flowers eight-yard touchdown run, a seven-play, 62-yard drive, and then they capped off a six-play, 40-yard drive where Ben Schoester scored on a nine-yard touchdown run, and that is the way it ended up, 21-20. to 20. All right, and uh, any other scores before uh, we let go? I'm, I'm scanning uh, the scanning scores. The there's, there's nothing. Uh, uh, While you're doing that, I'm going to thank Kevin Espelich for being a guest on uh, the halftime show because uh, – Without him, he, he does a great job every year and uh, d- treats us really well. Uh, so thanks to uh, Kevin. Thanks, of course, to uh, to Tom Kennedy, to, 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 to you, Mark Bengel, to Steve Bengel, to, uh, Paul, uh, to Paul Lockman back at the studios. Uh, and thank you to the listener. You know, uh, once again, the final score, Elder, 21 to 20 over Springboro. Next week, don't forget, we change to Saturday afternoon, a gorgeous afternoon for football, a 4 o'clock start. We'll probably go on about 3.45. Elder travels to Cleveland, Lakewood, St. Edward. They go to Cleveland, Lakewood Stadium to play Lakewood, St. Edward High School with a 4 o'clock kickoff and then the pregame show. So, four, if you have anything last to say. One, one last thing before we wrap it up. The, fu- the funniest uh, story of Lakewood Stadium, uh, Elder played there. Uh, you know, we're, we're going 15, 20 years ago, and uh, Elder gets a big win out of the, uh, out of the game. Annie Mac Williams was our color analyst at the time. We're in this press box, and uh, it's completely hermetically sealed. So, when, like when we're talking yeah. right here, we got our headsets on. You feel like no one else is listening, but we're a lot louder yeah. in a big room. And I and I said to Annie Mac, I said, Annie, you staying up here overnight, or are you gonna, you know, head back home? He goes, he said loudly, uh, I've made it a point not to uh, lay my head. In in, uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, <laughs> I'm heading back home, and I turned around. All the people were looking, and I thought, "Well, that's Andy Mac." <laughs> he was just being funny, but uh, Andy was he he was a classic one. So, uh, and, he, and he with that, he smiled. And he walked out the door. <laughs> well, I wish I could say that though, Mark. But uh, you'll be I'll, I'll be laying my head <laughs> yeah. in uh, Cleveland because I don't want to drive after the game. So I'm that's I'm right. going to wait it. But thank you, uh, Mark Bengel. Thanks to. Uh, to uh, Phil Bengal, who, of course, another great job, and we'll see each other next Saturday. Uh, once again, the final score, Elder 21, and it's uh, Springboro 20. And so long from Springboro High School. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Brosart Pharmacy, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals.com, The Urology Group, Roosters Restaurant, Joseph Toyota on Coleraine, Hoving Realtors, Fuller Information Technology, Coldwell Banker, Bronze Roost, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Cooper Electric, Red Team at Morgan Stanley, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Cincinnati Cyclones Hockey, TicketJungle.com, and Skyline Chili. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio.